doesn't. Okay. Well, hey, guess what? We're live. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Aaron Gunyan doesn't have headphones, so we can say anything you want to whispering. Everybody else can hear it, but he can't. Sweet baby. Uh, Sweet. <laughs> I thought he had a new one, like Sweet Toddler. Ne- neonatal. Is what I uh, neonatal? 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 Neonatal Gunyan. Yeah. Uh, gestation Gunyan. Gestation. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we are live from Fish and Chatham Tap. This is the Permanent Relegation Podcast. How's it going? Uh, we are. It, it, I don't know if you're uh, watching on the YouTube, but you can see right here this beautiful setup that uh, Chris um, went we out on his that. lunch break. Uh, enjoyed. Lunch uh, break. Yeah, it's it's all right. Just Trade in case. Just in case. Yes, Chris Ball made it happen. Yeah. Executive producer Chris Ball. It's true. Came in, bought some more microphones for a big podcast, so now we can do some more roundtables. Uh, so depending on how Aaron does tonight, he can be uh, uh, welcome back to the show anytime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll get you headphones. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But anyway, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, first off, uh, if you are listening right now on YouTube, you can get to Chatham Tap. Urban Chestnut uh, Brewing Company has a tap to- takeover here tonight, and they have brought a shitload of beer to give away. Way for free. So there's just Literally a ton giving of beer. Away beer. There's a th- you can Four see it on packs. our YouTube right there, right in front of Mike. That Mike, you want to Vanna Whitus, that, uh, that beautiful packet? Yeah, there you go. There's a delightful beer right there. Mr. The Mario-looking motherfucker in the, in the, in the 11 hat. <laughs> you probably know him because he's been on every piece yeah. of media Mike, this whole Mike week. Mike O has been on basically every picture. M- m- more than our as, other guests. Almost as yeah. much as Colin has right. uh, from the game on Saturday. But uh, You mean Massive Head Wound Harry? <laughs> yes. 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 yes, Massive Head Wound Harry is here. Uh, the silky smooth voice of Caleb Ramp. Uh, Aaron usually has the best voice at the table, but not tonight because because Caleb's here to just make, basically make you look like Caleb a fool. Caleb is fantastic. Make sure you ask him to say hello. Hello. And <laughs> to the, uh, oh my god! Relegation podcast. God, and my yeah. work here is done. That's all I do. Can you hang on? Now, now, let's hit the post. Take us out. No, uh, yo, you got to count if no, I don't want four. to. Five. Okay. No, I'm just right, giving fine. it to you. Got to get us out. No. What is happening? You've been listening to the Permanent <laughs> Relegation Podcast at Chatham Tap in Fishers, Indiana. Oh, my hey, God. Oh, shit. That's our new oh, bumper. No, tell me the time and date and the weather. You, <laughs> <son of laughs> Can you let us know who's winning the election right now. Uh, but anyway, Caleb is here from the uh, uh, Indie Championship Podcast or whatever the fuck you guys call it. What? Uh, no, go, be, be, no, no, I'm, be I'm respectful. kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm don't kidding. be respectful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be respectful. Okay. Nipun's here to not he be respectful. The, he had the look on his face like, oh, my God. And the look Nipun's like, great. Perfect. I mess it up every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do we call ourselves these days? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's go. Uh, sweet, the sweetest of nectar, <laughs> Mr. Sweet Baby, Pre- Prenatal. Prenatal. Prenatal vitamin Aaron. I mean, it's better than being post- Try postpartum, like third, no post third trimester abortion candidate, Aaron Gunyan. That's better. We are, we're like, that's we're just probably, called murder. We're like, four, we're like four minutes in, and you already screwed okay. an abortion. No, I said post third hey, trimester. It's election that's night, called so murder. Oh, that, that might makes as well better. do right. the hot topics. That's just murder. That's just straight murder, right? Uh, and then, of course, massive head wound, Harry, the captain, my captain, uh, our Colin Fowl, yeah, our captain. Uh, number 32 on the field, number one in our hearts, uh, Colin I mean, with only <laughs> with only half as cool of a headgear as he had on Saturday. That man that bun. That thing with that, that man, man bun. bun. <laughs> I, know, I was looking at Justin Braun, and he just kept secretly staring at you like, I can fucking rock that. Colin, <laughs> I look way better than you. Colin, can I see it? Oh, yeah. Let's see it. No, keep your pants on. Oh, wait, the, the head. Wait, oh. 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's nice. So did you get a, 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 we talked the other day, did you get an actual estimate on, on how many stitches you got up there? Or? Uh, I think it was seven. Seven, seven total. Stitches. And you tore it at, at, like on the second half again, right? You had to have it stitched up twice. Yeah, uh, they stitched at halftime and then went back out and it reopens, I think, I don't know, from heading the ball or something and then they redone it after the game. You don't again. really remember, do you? Which uh, is my concern. No, but because uh, I love you. No. <laughs> just in case any yes. NASL. Serious question. No, no, did, did you have did yeah. you have any concussion symptoms? No, no, not, a, not at all. I knew uh, exactly Get what in there. was going on. So time, yeah, you were time. good. Did they good. did they test you for concussion? Yes. So awesome. No, no problems. Uh, and even if they did, he would have said, "You're going to get me back on that fucking field. <laughs> I'm not getting out of this game." And I would have said, uh, "I'm not going to argue with 12 you." Twelve years as a pool, you've no problem passing them, boy. No. I know exactly. And again, in ASL, yeah. this is not actually Colin yeah, yeah. Falvey. This uh, is yeah, his this brother. This is just our inter- yeah. Oh, yeah, his brother's back. His brother's back from Ireland. <laughs> had, a, had a good time with Colin's brother. Yes. When he when he came how, to watch how the game. Did he have a good time while he was here? Very good time. I have a funny him story and his friend. him and his friend. But okay. Is that for after the show? Um, you want to embarrass him? <laughs> you can. I don't care. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's it's care. okay. We can talk about that in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Urban Chestnut is here doing a tap takeover. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter. I have no idea what their Twitter handle is at because Urban, she left. Urban Chestnut Brewing. Oh, at Urban. Oh, thank you, Christopher. You're very welcome. I yes. came prepared this mm. week. Oh, this so, week. yes. I would like to also thank Peter Evans. For lighting a fire under Chris Ball's ass. No, not really. It was from, just uh, more of an annoyance. <laughs> it's more of just if I. And he's still going to have a bunch of stuff to say. Yeah, you know is. him. Yeah, he is. God. And Peter Evans with time off yeah. is like the worst <laughs> version of Peter Evans ever. That's right. Because he just gets bored and he's like, what can I sit here and think about in ruin for like three <laughs> hours straight? And you're like, God, go back to the ice rink. Leave me alone. But they did a good job on the TFO this weekend, and yes. uh, the the stands were rocking. Did it feel weird for you, Nipun? Uh, Nipun is here as well. Uh, nipples. <laughs> the nipples. Uh, nipples. Yes. Nips. The nips. nips. The nip nips. I like nips. You you said nips and Sweet then winked at nips. me, and it got Sweet me a little nips. uncomfortable. I don't want that again. Sweet baby nips. I'm gonna go ahead and face <laughs> the. You like kitty nips. Sweet anyway, kitty nips. You uh, did you feel a little out of place that you weren't over in the East End and that you were over on uh, on the good side? No. Uh, so I was in. I sat in the East End for the first half, and I mean, I have to say that was that was the loudest I've ever heard Brickyard. It was it was fantastic. It was definitely packed to yes. the gills for sure. Yes, for it sure. Was, it was good. So we got a lot to talk about yes, today. Um, I was actually staring at Colin when he was, when he went down. And he's the one. That, that was creepy. That was I don't even remember <laughs> that. Did you wink at him too when you said that? Just, just being creepy. Just being creepy. Just being uh, okay, hold on. I've been podcasting for two weeks with Napoon, and this is the first time I get to watch him talk. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> is it as creepy it's as you thought it was? Like, it's I have no idea. I mean, a lot more mannerisms. He's just. I, I, right I told him. I told him one of my my uh, my secrets yesterday. Yeah, you did. I wasn't gonna say it. You you, you, can, you bring oh, it up. What's the so, secret? So now I get to see him gesture and look at people and wink at like Colin Falvey. He does. Is, yeah. Yeah. He winked at me too. Not that was really weird. Man, when a man says, "I, be, I was watching," I was creepily watching you from the East End, bro. So it's happened hey. before. Naboon's <laughs> podcast before. secret, and yeah. I'm going to out him right now. Do it. Is he flosses his teeth after he asks a question yep. when he's in private? So I'll ask you a question and let you respond. And the entire time you're responding, are you just hearing quietly, pops in the background? I love it. Quietly I hit mute. Away. I hit <laughs> mute and I floss. Healthy it's a great time to floss. I mean, you have a beautiful smile. Thanks. 
So is this says. weird for you to be in person with a bunch of people no, podcasting? No, I've done that, a bunch of these. I, I love how everybody's just going to let that go. I'm it's with you like, line. that's some weird shit. I'm <laughs> with you. <laughs> Gunman's looking around like, is anybody else going to help me with this? Because that is some weird stuff. So yeah, and then just because the fourth wall has already come down completely. Yep. Um, after he told me that, he was like, yeah, I don't know why I just told you that. And now even more people know. So he's like, clearly. He, it's he only about four more okay. people. Don't worry. Because there's nobody else listening. Let's We're be honest. We're going to tweet this to 12 more people. <laughs> and then if they tweet it to 12 people then and we can so on and so and we can have a multi-level marketing right uh, uh, exactly yeah, yeah to have them give you a dollar yes. and then you give me a dollar <laughs> and then anyways okay let's go okay anyway uh yeah so if you're watching on youtube you can use hashtag bybcast to ask uh any of our guests any kind of questions i know you don't want to talk to us nope but uh you can ask colin or dipoon or caleb or aaron any kind of questions especially uh we'll, we'll talk a little bit about aaron's incident on saturday <laughs> um uh, but we have a game to talk about. We do. From uh, the, from Cap over here. Um, Edmonton was tough, but the team brought it. Yeah, I mean, let, let's let's be honest. So every single we talked about this that Edmonton always plays a particular style. They're very physical. They're they're going to be more of a defensive minded team. Um, they generally play into a four one four one. They're 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 not a strong striking team. We know this. That's going to be. Can we get some goals and maybe get one and hold it? I mean, they're, they're not going to score a lot. But what's weird is, is you made mention right before halftime, you're going, I already see them stretch themselves. They played a different style. I don't know if it was the, it was the nerves. Was Aaron but still they, in the stands on that one? Okay. We're going to leave him alone. We're going <laughs> to ask Aaron some real stuff before we get his free Aaron Gunyan, which is our other hashtag. Yes, you can free. also use hashtag free Gunyan. Free Gunyan. Free Gunyan. Right. Or, or, or just because Naboon's here, hashtag free, uh, free, free the baby. Free sweet baby. <laughs> free sweet baby. Anyway, so but that they were already stretching themselves and pressing forward like farther than they normally do sooner. So what did you see? In, 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 give me your take on that first. Well, Edmonton knew they needed to score multiples, I think, in order to crack Indy 11, a team that has been scoring um, at such an incredible pace at home. A team like Edmonton wasn't really going to be able to keep pace unless they got on the gas early and scored first. I think both teams came into the game knowing that whoever scored first was going to have a significant advantage. Uh, I would love to hear what the, the captain thinks yes. but and how that went in the locker room and, and leading up from Coach Hankinson, but I am certain that Edmonton stretched themselves because they knew how vital that first goal was going to be. And even Napoon and I commented, and he said that they aren't marking properly. That seems a little odd knowing Indy 11 brought the formation and the tactics that everybody assumed that they would. Why were they uncharacteristically poorly marking? Napoon, you can finish that out. I mean, I don't know why Edmonton played the way they did. <laughs> there's, there's no, it makes no sense. Diakite, one of the better defenders in the league, was multiple times completely mark, marking absolutely nobody. Like he was he was standing around yelling at people. I don't oh, know if you saw that. He comes and it. takes orders, by the way. Yeah, and he was just standing there, not marking. In the middle. Uh, just water, water for me, please. Thank you. See, uh, you do that. You're good. And uh, it, it kind of made no sense. I, it wasn't like Indies threw any surprises out there. Our, our starting formation was exactly how everyone predicted. Right. Our style was exactly how we predicted. Players were exactly how we predicted. Except Why? our possession was a lot. That's, uh, that's the biggest key. We were 55 was 56% possession, which was weird. Against a team like Edmonton, you would think it would be the other way around. And that's what kind of goes to your point of them pressing. They were giving the ball up way more than they normally do. Indy's not known for having the, the, the utmost possession in every single game. That's just not a thing. So, yeah, I mean, to your point, it was definitely a weird style. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish besides get more goals. They were out of their comfort zone, and they did it to themselves. 
I think they put their foot on the throttle. Their defend first team, like Indy 11, is a defend first team. The difference is Indy 11 defends first and then abuses people at home. <laughs> abuses people at home. I think for me the biggest thing was uh, if you look at their front four or five attacking players, uh, Amiobi two goals, uh, and we spoke with this leading into the game, four dice, I think four or five. Yep. The rest, Niasi, two assists, no yep. goals. We looked at it and we weren't, oh, no disrespect, we weren't, we knew the way they played as everyone did. Uh, but we looked at our five going forward and, and uh, Eamon, Brawny, uh, goals and assists, Don Smart, goals and assists, Dylan, goals and assists. I think we knew, you know, we talked about them there. Yeah, they were obviously going to try to get a clean sheet, but we knew if we got a clean sheet, we felt like we had better weapons to go and win the game. So uh, I think if we were a little bit more, if it wasn't a playoff game, and uh, you know, obviously things were a little bit uh, tight and, and um, people were a little bit anxious, I think we would have picked them off a little bit easier on the way they played on the night. I think if that was a league game, we would have went for the juggler and would have won the game 2 3 nil. But I'm also liking the side of us that with 10 minutes to go, we were very professional and seen the game out and make sure we didn't really give them a chance. Uh, you know, when you look at us keeping the ball in the corner, coming out, possessing, going back around, going back around the other way, I think there's two or three occasions where they literally just, in the last four or five minutes of the game, they could not get themselves on the ball which killed the clock uh, so from that point that was very professional but I think in the league game I think we could have definitely picked them off they were there for the take and Colin you, sorry I'm gonna no, ask no, a question. Thing, so man. you come into that game Indy 11 so you're here thanks <laughs> um, you come into that game as obvious favorites in the Indy 11 Edmonton game now what does coach Hank tell you or what do you as captain tell the rest of the team to make sure there's no complacency because that would have been the biggest issue in a game that you're so heavily favoured, especially at home. Yeah, I mean, I think we spoke all week about uh, you know handling the occasion. Obviously, at home, we knew it was going to be a sellout, a uh, big day for the club, first playoff game. We knew there was a lot of emotions going to be involved, uh, but we kept reminding. If you look back at the three games against Edmonton, even though people say the games were very tight, I actually think we matched up quite well with Edmonton. I thought in all three games. I thought we were in control of the games. I think, um, again, I think we should have done a better job in them games of seeing seeing out the games or, or getting a second goal. Like for me, we went up to Edmonton and lost two one, but it was actually one of our best, my opinion, right. one of our best away performances when it comes to possession and counter attacking. And uh, you know, we left ourselves down on two sloppy goals. Uh, and, and to be honest, the second goal I. You know, you never want to lose, but the second goal I can understand because we wanted to win an away game at that point. Yeah. Um, but we were just, we were just like harping on about, uh, we were just harping on about making sure that we we don't change too much from the style that we have been at home because we felt like, uh, and again, no disrespect, and we felt like we definitely have, um, you know, better offense. Uh, than them and we felt like if we could concentrate on that side of the game a little bit more uh, we were going to win the game and everyone kept talking about them getting a clean sheet and as Aaron actually pointed out to me after the game uh, I think that was four in a row for us at home um, so you know 
I think we finished very, very well defensively at home. So our first and foremost <laughs> thing was get a clean sheet because we knew yeah. they weren't going to get multiple sure. multiple goals. We knew that. So yeah. um, and you could tell in the first sorry, but you could tell in the first 10, 15 minutes they were a little bit they were out of their shell. They weren't themselves. They were a little bit erratic. They didn't quite know how to handle the situation, right. and, and and we kept passing that message on to each other out there. That uh, you know they're they're a little bit disorganized and disconnected, a little lost. Yeah. So, uh, but that helped because I mean you got to figure they also you have one of your highest percentage. You had an incredible percentage of passing. It just outpassed them, outmaneuvered. It was constant. You kept them on on, on the go and guessing. That was a big change too because uh, obviously Edmonton's a team that you can kind of pass around, but it was it, there was also aggression. Most of those passes were forward. And it really put them back where they go, okay. And it was, I noticed our aggression, especially in that first half, really made them kind of go, all right, we, we got to do something a little bit here. Because, I mean, obviously they're at home. They start scoring goals. We got to get a goal, as you said. No, there was definitely a difference there. But you guys came out with some energy that was and partly from the crowd. You knew what it is. But that energy between everybody, every man on that field was just at another level. It seemed like you could tell there was everybody was a little chippy, was ready to go, <laughs> and it was good. So... Now, Colin, one thing I wanted to touch on, and you mentioned this postgame. So we, we talked a little bit about strange decisions by FC Edmonton. You mentioned postgame that they actually won the coin toss, and the side that they elected to, to go at in the first half was the BYB, leaving you guys to go at the BYB in the second half. Can you talk a little bit about that? Why do you think they made that decision, and what impact did that have? Uh, I actually spoke to their captain, uh, Watson, after the game, and I actually asked him that. I said, I said well, why did you choose that side? And he said something about the sun. Um, <laughs> it didn't make sense yeah, to me. I was going to say, that was the exact opposite then. <laughs> it didn't make sense <laughs> to me, and I just left it go at the time. I was like, a very strange decision. Uh, I don't know. So, um, and I actually responded when he, when, he, when he chose that side. I said, uh, I told him to his face there in the corner. I said, big mistake. <laughs> I said it at that, and he looked at me. I said, big mistake. Yeah. I said, that's a mistake right from the off. And he's, he started laughing. We know each other. He started laughing with me. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, it was a strange one for me. Uh, you you have last been on the show seven months ago. And it was even – it was during the preseason. I mean, we haven't even talked about – No, we were talking about the Butler game. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about the yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Butler game and, and like, an Evansville yeah. game and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so you hadn't played in front of – I mean, you've played in front of Indy when you were at Ottawa. But you, you hadn't played as a home team yet. At Indy, and one of the things that we mentioned is just that home field advantage. Can you talk a little bit about that? And could you have ever imagined something like that has happened this year with just cruising through people? They did because they literally claimed it. Him and Nikki literally <laughs> said that within ten minutes. They basically straight said, "Listen, the, the teams that realize if they sign us together, they're probably going to have success." I'm talking so, about playing at home. I know. Not okay. With Nikki. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying in general <laughs> that they're going to have success. So yeah. yeah. But at home, no. I listen. It's it's a funny one. You go for us as players. It, like I do a little little uh, little speech or some words right before we get get out onto the fields. And for us, home games for me, it's very easy. You can you can the players feel the energy. You know, sometimes you go to Fort Lauderdale. There's 200 people there, and uh, you know, it, it, the league can be you know difficult like that um, or like this weekend when there's only going to be like 2300 people there <laughs> <laughs> God, hashtag yeah. bigger than Belson hashtag bigger than Belson <laughs> anyway go on carry on um, but no, it's it's an easy one for me 
as in just to, just to get the players up for the games, uh, and I think I think uh, I think us winning the spring, you know, obviously us winning the spring, I think helped helped whatever we kind of settle in, and because it was a new team, there's a lot of lot of turnover of players. I think it helped everybody settle in and feel right a part of the club very quickly. Um, don't get me wrong, I don't think anybody expected it to happen that fast. When I spoke to both teams about coming here, I, we, they spoke to me about what they wanted to do in a project and they said, okay, it's going to take you know, some time because obviously they're trying to get the, the right system and the right players in and, and uh, still, they were still trying to figure out some of the, the players that were coming back. It, it's a whole new process. So um, for it to happen that quickly and this how well we've done this year has definitely been a big surprise. But... Um, I don't know. For me, to eat, for me, playing at home was very easy. You know, it's, I can remember getting abused uh, all of our players last year when we came down with Ottawa. <laughs> so it's definitely much easier to play for you guys. You're like, wow, uh, this is much nicer than uh, wearing blue than it was wearing black. And you can, you can <laughs> tell you feed into it too because I mean, there's been multiple times this season you've turned around and literally engaged the brickyard every time, which they instantly, of course, you know, they have a beautiful song for you and it starts chanting out, and I swear it just feeds you because it's like. <laughs> All right, who am I going to well, take Well, when he scored next? his goal, he yeah. went over and hug, tried to hug Patrick. <laughs> yeah, Close-lined, actually. I closed yeah, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you almost gave him a, like, a half-headlock, and you were like, hey, I just scored. That's sweet. And and you gotta, where's your brick, by the way? Since he's it, here, I just want to know where the brick is. I have it. I'm using it as a candle holder on my <laughs> coffee table in my apartment. It's good. Fair enough. It's good. Just yeah. made that guy's night right there. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike uh, your other former Ottawa counterparts, you actually made up for you know any abuse you handed to Indy 11 fairly early on in the season. <laughs> Only recently did a player like Nicky Patterson, I know he's had some assists, but he actually got a game winner to make up for his game winner that he dealt Indy 11 in Ottawa last year. Um, I noticed it right away. I forgave him publicly. <laughs> also but it's kind of a big deal. And then Ubi just got his first goal. Yeah also a game winner so congratulations to both of them we've officially forgiven you or at least i have i can't speak for the entire podcast <laughs> and here's the crazy one. where did that goal come from well it came from dylan mares i don't right, know no, but outside of the box right yes correct right so we get an outside of the box goal we, we shoot five times from outside of the box like literally the entire season we had eight outside of the box goals the entire season and, and literally like shots outside stats <laughs> yeah, there is stats no, stats <laughs> Stats. I'm just saying, there was a different type of mentality and aggressiveness. Straight baller. And, and Ubi, no. Getting a chub, you keep going. <laughs> no, no, and, no and, and that shot from, from Ubi was 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 gorgeous. It was it was fantastic. So, no, it's just your... Going into the game, he had yep. four shots on the season. So, yep. you think he's a quality player. He is. He hasn't tested the goal enough. Uh, I think he's finally getting his confidence on the season. Fantastic time to do it, and we're happy to have him. Uh, question. <laughs> question. Wait, that's just like an exclamation, and we're happy to have him. Done. Uh, face, <laughs> Facebook question uh, from Brian Smith to Colin. Uh, what is the favorite thing that you have heard from the BYB this year? Favorite thing? And, and, and we're weak to ask him. Well, <laughs> he's going to have to remember <laughs> back some things. <laughs> so. Sorry. I, I'm, I, sorry. I mean, sorry, we ask sorry. a lot of players, like, hey, what's your favorite channel, that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of that, it's oh, me, well, for, I don't for, even. For me, the two ones I was sick about. One, obviously, the moment I was winning the spring and you guys just stormed the field because none of the players sure. realized that was going to happen. Yeah. 
uh, we were getting ready to you know celebrate down year end with you know applauding you guys and that next all, all? all of a sudden there's <laughs> battering is choking beer I'm getting <laughs> choked I'm like trying to breathe I'm like that uh, legend shirt as a, as a to answer his question one of the funniest um, one of the funniest chants was when obviously Fort Lauderdale were going through their financial issues um, you guys had some funny chants that night uh, <laughs> <laughs> about uh, about not paying your players so I thought, I thought, I thought that was quite funny uh, and quite witty right on the spot um, something, I can't remember the exact words of the chant yeah crap you don't pay your players or something like that uh, so you, go, you guys have uh, been great entertainment to be honest yeah. was that one of those things too where you just kind of stopped and just chuckled just momentarily where you're like I can't listen to this because I'm going to start laughing the entire time yeah I was lucky I wasn't playing that night so <laughs> I was just on the bench going this is brilliant this is absolutely fun. yeah you can hear more on the bench than you can probably out in the field because you're in the zone a little bit yeah yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed uh, just this weekend. It was you look like a banana because you suck. I mean, like that's just like a banana. Y- it was to Matt Van Ockel, obviously yeah. wearing yellow socks, shorts, and but, shirt. But right, you look like a banana because you suck. D- okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> get the thought went into that cheer and it hurt him. It, I know it did. It did, <laughs> and you know, know what else hurt him? Smacking his head up against the goalpost. Oh. <laughs> that, 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 I thought that was a great save, though. That Dude, was a great save. It, w- it was a fantastic okay. save. He doesn't have much in there, anyways. So. No, <laughs> and, and let's. And what was the? I mean, let's be honest. So I want to give a. Uh, that's, more your, that's more your speed, isn't it? Bam. <laughs> as, as, as he starts to drool. That is, look at that. Look at this. Still falling. It's I'm still gonna falling. I'm going to do one of those too. Still falling. This one. All right. So here's the, you know, and I love keepers. Is that guy has been an absolute beast this season. Um, we were talking about it that they don't give. Golden there is nothing winner. on there. No Golden stats on there. You just Go, knew. Beast I just knew. Is your stat beast. You wrote down. Beast. It says technical <laughs> stat. Right. Beast. No, that they don't give MVPs to keepers. They just. They're they rare, just. They're rare. very very. But like, what was it? Sixteen clean sheets. Yes, and I think he's what point oh five goals yes. allowed or something stupid. Right. I didn't write that stat down. That was I was yeah. relying on you, hoping you would have that for me <laughs> as my backup. But anyways, oh, <laughs> we got distractions. We got distractions on the show. Uh-oh. You know, it's a live show. People walk by. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to gander. You got to gander out. <laughs> you just got to gander. What are you no, talking about? No, I, I don't know. You don't sell yourself out. I, that could have been directed at me. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Annalise. Anyways. Uh, another question. This one from Brandon. My wife. My wife. So... And this is about this is about this Sunday. Obviously, supporters across the NASL have a passionate dislike for the Cosmos. Uh, Hashtag fuck the Cosmos. Does that uh, do the players in the league dislike the Cosmos as much as supporters do? I think. I mean, and just for the record, not, fuck them. Obviously, not as much. <laughs> obviously, not as much. I think, but uh, I think. I think the players sometimes feel like that the Cosmos can turn up and they're expect that the players expect to win the game, and sometimes that can obviously come across as uh, not confident, uh, can come across as a little bit cocky, and and uh, players obviously the first thing in their head is you've no right just to turn up and think you can win a game of football like that. Um, so maybe that's maybe that's why uh, people have a chip on their shoulder a little bit. But you guys uh, play inspired against them. I mean, you dropped the Cosmos 3-0. They dropped them 3-0, and then we won two. I understand, yeah, but, but I'm just the, saying. If you had seen the look of just you know possession in the oh, yeah. eyes of the players oh, yeah. before that New York game, yes, 
Stop calling my dad me. Dad wants to talk politics. Um, <laughs> dad, it's all right. It's, it's all right. You ditched and your then, wife on your first anniversary, so you don't have to talk to your dad on this either. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> you ditched your wife, and now your dad. This is good. It, yeah, my dad on on election day. It was my bat mitzvah yesterday, so I skipped that. that. Really? Wow, you're a little uh, you're a late bloomer. Yeah, you're a little late bloomer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm finally a woman. <laughs> That was the that was Sweet that was the sound baby. of that was the sound of Napoon just falling <laughs> off of his chair. <laughs> okay. I love this guy's sense of humor. I love okay. it. Don't Don't do that. Oh, that's boy. Where are we? Uh, by the way, this just in. Okay, uh, Colin Falvey has been traded to the Cosmos. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> the point is, Indy Eleven players they uh, don't have enough do money. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. It's, hey, it's, cheers. Called, <laughs> it's called the fly well, emirates that. issue. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, 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 cheers. 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 I want to spill cheers. my Guinness. It's okay. Be a man, drink it. You don't gotta worry about that, son. Somehow I I got derailed talking about all that bat mitzvah money, but <laughs> but I'd say just touching yeah. up. I think it's also good though that saved. Uh, I think it's also good that <laughs> there's always somebody in leagues around the world that fans don't like teams. So in a way, I do like that. There's somebody in like that and yeah. uh, brings a little bit of a, an edge to the league for the fans and stuff like that. So uh, I think it helps that you're an indie, and indie has a history of hating East Coast teams, especially yeah, New York. Yeah, I mean so that's the whole league. Even even with the uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. even with the uh, the, the TFO, uh, no, Oklahoma, the T. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah no. R.I.P. their team. For no. uh, <laughs> we don't hate them. But we feel sad for them. Yeah, yeah. We do. But they were all at other contracts, right? Is that no, that was a rumor. That no, was is a rumor. That a rumor? No, that's it's, not true. It's not, not true. Yet. Not yet. Ask this guy. It. This guy has all the sources. I can say whatever the hell I want to say. <laughs> Who are you? I can say it. I like how you're picking and choosing when to use Oklahoma stats and when to use. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can say what I want to say. Oklahoma players left under contract. Hashtag bigger than Belson. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Love it. You have got to don't you've care. Gotta kill yourself <laughs> down. No, no. Kill yourself down. Lord, I'm over here. Fucking I'm Jesus here. Christ. Clipping the whole damn Listen, restaurant out. <laughs> no, it's just clipping. Everything. It's clipping. You talking. Okay. Anyway. God. Are you sorry? Why are you sorry? No, I'm not. Speaking I'm of. I'm having a great time. Speaking of uh, Nipun and his sources. I do want to. Uh, obviously, we're getting a, a little sidetracked with Colin being here. Out them sure. all, but right uh, now. but we have the uh, the. It, what was the um, the idea of coming up with this podcast of like a countdown up into the championship? Uh, I know that we talked about it, and, and you grabbed Aaron for some reason. I mean, you've heard him <laughs> talk on our podcast before, but you wanted to put a mic in front of him, and of course, Caleb. I mean, Caleb can. Uh, narrate my life for all right. I care. I'll hire him to just be behind me and be like, Andy's going to get a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because Morgan Freeman costs too much, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah, it's exactly. a close second. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, what was the, uh, for you guys, what was the, the motivation behind doing this, especially every day? I yeah. mean, we have troubles doing this every two weeks, <laughs> let alone every day. So, first of all, it's easier to do it the way we do it. We do it over Skype. So it's way easy. We sit. I sit around. And my it's twenty minutes, not three exactly. thousand hours long. Yeah. Right. And the uh, the reasoning behind doing it is was simply to give a platform to so many excellent writers, <coughs> excuse me, and people that cover Indie Eleven each week that don't really get enough credit, in my opinion. I mean, I think they've been a big part of this journey as much, maybe not as much as the players, of course not. <laughs> we're a bit more, more no, important fuck than the players. Yeah, fuck yeah. the players. It's the bloggers who've got. Team isn't the about the players, anyways. It's about the fans, right? Yeah, yeah it's so about a shitty Squarespace page yeah. and a SoundCloud account. Exactly. So, <laughs> I thought, um, given that I have the resources to do it, 
um, I thought it would be important to put people, give them a platform and uh, bring in guests from time to time, but in, in general, just allow people to express how much they love this club and how they came to support this club and their journey of getting to the final along with this club. And, and how did you guys get involved? I asked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, got, I got a... A Twitter message right night, say hey do you want to well I wanted to make it so I mean you do this regularly bloody shambles used to do this regularly I do not do this regularly so you do I'm it regularly I do like the Premier League yeah I do world soccer talk and stuff yeah, like yeah. that well, I used to do world soccer talk and stuff like that but um, until I you got all smart and decided to be a doctor or some <laughs> shit some that's what Dr. Nipples PhD. over here Dr. Dr. Nipples. Nipples that, that Dr. needs Nips. to be a new Twitter <laughs> handle Dr. Nips there it is Dr. Nips there it is there oh. you go Aaron that's for you buddy uh oh <laughs> he needed a new nickname that's we true. were in search of a new nickname mm. Dr. Nips sounds pretty good yeah you know oh. what his nickname was Mr. Brain <laughs> he's like we should call him Mr. Brain we're like are you fucking serious right now he's like I can't come up with things that quickly Dr. Nips you're welcome I haven't insulted somebody with a nickname since the fifth grade, so I wasn't sure how. <laughs> That's to a lie. Why, why do you know that? That's very specific. Is there like a time back in your I life? I want to talk to Caleb some more. Okay, good. Nobody yeah. wants I'm just here for Make the sure. intro and extra. That's all I'm here for. So That's the idea of, of numbering the podcast, the countdown, I think was actually Caleb's idea. It was definitely not mine, and we thought it was beautiful. It's actually like. What number is he? An extinction he? level event. He's right counting there. Counting backwards. Just mute him. From when we started of the Indy 11 Championship. That's why it's called the Indy 11 Championship Podcast. We just finished recording episode VE4, Victory 11, minus four days. Dude, you were really aggressive right now about <laughs> this. I mean, throttle back, big cat. It's okay. I understand that I you're passionate about it. I can't hear how much volume no, no. pumping into the No, no. We're not talking about your volume. We're just talking about how you got, I'm like, rape eyes just going. Really? <laughs> rape eyes. I'm actually just... I sexing you he, right now. And he I don't looked, know why. He looked at me with that look, and I swear he just said he was going <laughs> to. Aaron Gunning is out of control. I am. I am so, he is so. One and a half Schnickel Fritzes, and this is what you get. <laughs> is this what happened on the sideline? Or oh <laughs> yeah, good segue, Caleb. High five. Good segue. All right, uh, so, so yeah, let's talk about let's sweet talk babies. About let's talk about the sweet babies ride on Saturday let's out talk of the about stadium. Hashtag free free sweet baby. Uh, with Aaron Gunyon. I've talked about it a lot, but I'll basically start with the, the overall premise that I got thrown out of my first NASL match uh, for racist comments. And our first playoff match, which sucked double. NASL first playoff match, I get kicked out. I don't get to see the last 10 minutes of the game because I'm busy being escorted and, and talked to by <laughs> the fourth official and the field marshal for racist comments. Ask as many questions as you want. Uh, first off, how bad was the Canadian accent that you tried? <laughs> well, uh, was it like the South Park where you're like, ah, but I go ahead and scoot the goal, yeah, <laughs> I go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> and then, and then, like some of the guys on Ed Edmonton was like, I'm not your buddy, pal. And he's like, all right, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> we have apologized for Brian Adams numerous occasions. <laughs> oh, but Jim Carrey can fucking stay because we love him and Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> thank you, Caleb. Yeah. Caleb so yeah. he just he just chucked out that little bit of bait. And it was I like, would have loved chum, to, I would have loved to have a Edmonton like uh, cut cardboard cutout that has just the floppy Terrence face. Like, ah, we're gonna score a goal. Yeah, we're gonna go on a championship. Okay. Bad buddy. All right. Anyway, so Aaron, <laughs> continue on with. That's a whole other type of racism. It wasn't in my head. That's. I, I really appreciate that. that I don't know that that's I don't racism. Think that's racism. Though. Though. I don't think that word means what people think it seems to mean. Because uh, isn't Here's that more bigotry? So tonight, uh, it's just tonight nationalism. I wore yeah. Nationalism. There you go. In order to reach out to the brothers to the north, 
wore a flannel. I wanted to fit in. You I wear flannel to... anyway. Sometimes, but I'm telling them. <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, yeah, sure. But are you going to block me every time I talk to a Canadian like that? I mean. Shout out to my homie Jay. Okay. Here's the All deal. Right. There was a, a player on field, Diakite, who reported some comments being made to the official, the center referee. And uh, in the middle of play, the referee stopped the game. Yeah. Ran over. It was on the big screen. I watched it. Yeah, it's crazy. I watched. <laughs> we were all I watched there. the replay. Yeah, of the game. Co- Colin stopped a second. Colin said watched. we were all there. <laughs> we know we were all there. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to play a fucking game, Aaron, and you ruined it. When he got thrown out, too, was Colin like, "I know that guy. I, I know him." <laughs> Colin's like, "I don't know that guy. Get him out of here." Listen, that shit was embarrassing. <laughs> uh, so what happened was the fourth official came over to me and he said, yeah, you've got to go because you can't say those racist things that you said. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've been tweeting away, minding my own business. Here's my media credential. Tweeting away. <laughs> Here's my media credential. It's it's prominently displayed around my neck. I don't know why you think you can remove me from this game, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to go ahead and leave because I don't need to cause a scene on the sideline. I have class. I Unlike got- you other people accusing you know, the people best, of making the best part. Comments. The best part. Hold on. Yeah. You're gonna get kicked out of this. Okay. You're gonna definitely gonna get kicked out of this. The best part is his media credential still says "Buddy Shambles." That's not even legit. <laughs> I have noticed that. I have. And noticed so he's that. like, "Listen, I'm with the Buddy Shambles podcast. You need to talk to James Cormack about James this." Cormack. Cormack would come over and just start fucking railing out, just railing out shit. Oh, my oh God. God. I just realized that. Where you're like, this is my media credential. <laughs> uh, watching that replay, uh, I went back to try and you know get a little bit of insight into as to how racist I was and what I had done. <laughs> you went to the corner and thought about your life. <laughs> right. I didn't know how racist. Where did you know? Like, yeah. Did I black out? Question. Like, did I just start? <laughs> where did they take you? Did they take you to a room? Did so, they just ooh, escort no, you no, out? I, I took I you to a room and... <laughs> They've been held in there for three hours. So hang on, let, let, let me jump in here. Cause right. Let me tell you my side of this story. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the press box, and I got a text from, from Aaron that yep. says, come meet me in the, on the sideline <laughs> by, by, uh, right under BYB. So I said, sure, I'm walking over. By the time I walk down the stairs, I see Aaron being escorted by <laughs> Tom Dunmore towards me. I was like, oh, that's nice. He kind of came out to show me where he was sitting. Yeah, and then nice all of a sudden, I see Tom Dunmore pointing that way and then and then Aaron goes okay and then walks up and then Aaron goes yeah I got kicked out for racially abusing <laughs> <laughs> someone it's like so, what yeah Diakite was pretty adamant that somebody said something <laughs> I don't know what he heard sure but he was he was describing a situation to the referee the, re- the referee took seriously and then pointed that out I did go to the press box and, and finish out the last two or three minutes of the game but up until that point it was really unclear I thought they just wanted me to kind of move away from the goal uh, a little bit, and then they just kept pushing me and pushing me. And they're like, "No, no, you can't be here anymore." I'm like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense because I spend a lot of time down here." But here we are. Have you experienced that as a as a player before with teammates, uh, or or even just people yelling? Just uh, or do you tell stupid. people you play with that don't be a bitch, <laughs> just deal with what's on the pitch. <laughs> well, racial, racial yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, have you had have you had like a teammate or somebody just get just where you have gone to the point where I'm like, man, I if I could, I'd just go over and punch that dude in the face. Yeah. No, luckily not. It hasn't happened to me in a game. I haven't come across it in a game. I've obviously seen it sure. and heard it on, on, on media and stuff like that. Uh, I know a couple of our guys. Uh, I know Eamon had a couple issues, I think. Um, yeah. but no, Eamon had a whole country no, against it's him. Definitely, <laughs> it's, a, 
it's a it's a terrible sure a terrible part of the game that's still ex still exists in a lot of countries and uh, you know I, I what do you mean FIFA FIFA ended that whole thing the whole uh, stop racism they ended it they said it's racism's <laughs> done they they FIFA single-handedly ended racism so no that's racism, why they ended it yeah no more no more hey thank you FIFA thank you for ending <laughs> racism you're amazing sorry go ahead I apologize Did you see Eamon's response to your tweet by the way no. He said, uh, "Exactly. This is why one of us have to fuck off next year, <laughs> because you said three of a three's a crowd, and so Heyman's like, one of you's got to go. He's got to fuck <laughs> off next year. I'm captain. He's top scorer. Oh, yeah, so, right. So that leaves Nicky. I guess. Oh. <laughs> if but I had if I had beer in here, I'd pour it out. But we the two. I like how you guys you guys team up on the Scottish guy and the guy like, with the who's supporting hey. a family." <laughs> the guy. two, the two of them know if I have to go to bat for one of them who would win that yeah. scrap. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly, for sure, for sure. Uh, question online: uh, If you could play any other sport, what would you play? Um, if soccer didn't exist, Irish hurling. He'd be a fighter. <laughs> He's like, wait. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think one of the Irish sports, hurling or Gaelic football, because obviously they're so big at home. Uh, you know, it'd be nice to play for your your county, as we call it, back home. So play, I would say, Gaelic football or hurling, yeah. I was just online. They're probably both going, what kind of sports are they? But just look it up, YouTube. No <laughs> <laughs> just look it up if you don't know what we're talking about. Was that well, was that this year or last year that we actually had a Gaelic football Right, I was just going to say that. Halftime. Was that this year? Uh, that I don't think it was last year. I think it was last year. Yeah. I, there's yeah. a Gaelic football. It was, it was pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, there's a Gaelic football team that practices in Broderbull, like really? every week. So Hey, you there should you go. go over there. Or darts. Off season. Or darts. darts. Oh, darts. Very, very different from Gaelic football. <laughs> very different. <Darts>. 180. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible there, wasn't it? Well, I know. I'm sorry. Well, they always give, like, really, they're really, what's funny, it was actually on. It was right after the fights. Speaking of fights, it was literally the fights on, on Saturday night. It was the ones in Mexico City, and then right after, like, it immediately just fucking, like, switched. Like, no, like, segue nothing, and went right into darts, international. And some dude with a pink mohawk, and he's playing, and it was like, chuck, chuck, and everyone's like. It's like bowling where they have to have celebrities now to, to get you to watch yeah, it. That's in, in Europe was crazy. Like it's It was. Like, there was a whole crowd that fucking cheering. Like There's people, beer sloshing. Like each player have their own fire groups. No, that's just the BYB group. right after halftime. And the World players. Championships happen every Christmas time. New Year's Day is the final. It happens every year, and it's insane. Like, so... The only reason I want to do it, you can drink and it's not very active. So. <laughs> it's not very active. Yeah, that's <laughs> a retirement sport. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, so what, what, what is your plans for the off season? Like, obviously, it's coming up after Sunday. Of course, uh, you have to go to the parade that happens after Indy wins the championship. Going to Disney World first. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, NASL. Let's, let's not get crazy. You're telling me Disney World is not New York City? What? Are you guys going to fight now? Can you stop D fighting? There's like a Disney. Wait, 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 no, wait. This is serious. There's a Disney World in New York City? What? Maybe. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? There's We're Disneyland just, in LA. You just, I mean, I think you're jumping the gun anyway. You're talking about the off season. We got a game coming up. <laughs> I literally said Good after sale. Sunday. There's yeah. th there's an off season. Regardless, I'm not really soon. off it. I'm really not jumping the gun. There's no games after Sunday. I'll fight you in the street. That's fine. We can fight you in a bar. Yeah, that's fine. We can I'll fight right here. you in the bar yeah. at the street. But see, okay. Colin will have my back. He'll punch yeah, you right got, in that yeah. beard. He's a neutral. He's already got stitches. He's in a neutral. <laughs> He's already got stitches. I'm not from fucking Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's going to fight dirty and just put a thumb in your stitches. <laughs> I don't want to fight Colin. 
<laughs> no, because you'd lose. We'd yeah. all lose. Yeah, we would okay. all lose. So, anyway. what's your plans for the off season? <laughs> I'm going to Disney World. God damn it! In New York, the fuck in New Jersey. I'm going to go to uh, Boston to see my brother who lives there. And I'm going to go see some friends in Charleston, South Carolina, before heading home to see my family for the holidays for Christmas and New Year's. And uh, obviously then back here in the middle of January to kind of get ready for the 1st of February again. So just turns around so fast. Maybe a trip yeah. to Vegas. Got, oh, oh are you going to go. give him some shit for already claiming that we yeah, got a title? Yeah. He just said, you got to defend the title. You want to fucking say you're going to fight him, right, too? You're talking about next season when we're not even got through this game yet. You going to do Dis- that? Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. You can't, you can't get a GoFundMe to get him to Disney World. <laughs> this question's for everybody. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write the ship. <laughs> this question's for everybody. It's not a Disneyland question, either. Uh, what has been the most surprising thing this season? That's pretty specific. I would say, for me, really, has been the, the, the team together. As we knew, as we started interviewing all the people on, and, and again, when I went back and I listened to, especially the, the Colin and Nikki episode, and then we listened to Level um, in, in Omar, like, there was this really special dynamic, and it felt different than the past years when we interviewed players. And there's, there's no disrespect to the, to the other players from previous years, but this has felt different, that the dynamic and the camaraderie and the chemistry was instantly kind of set a lot faster. I think for me, I think that's the biggest surprise is how it all gelled and you could just kind of see it work itself out and that there was a genuine love. And we always go back to the thing that the one game where, where Justin was just having the fucking sludge of a game and he could not make a shot, could not make a shot, and he got taken out. As he got taken out, the ball goes forward, Eamon scores, and instead of Eamon celebrating, the entire team like, kind of comes around him, and that was different. That felt different where the whole team was like, no, it's about us. We're all here together to do something and shock the world. That's been the biggest surprise for me. Nipun? The results um, started this season. I actually wrote an article about this. Um, I was definitely... Where, where can we find that article? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a dissertation? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's PhD level. He we would never understand it. like Emily Dickinson. <laughs> 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 I was going to say Anne Frank. Um, so... Wow. That's, his new, that's his new nickname, Dr. Dr. Dickinson. <laughs> Dr. Frank. <laughs> Dr. Oh, okay. Okay, so um, I was... Dr. Nip and Tuck? <laughs> well, that counts. We'll, we'll roll with it. So my, in my, my perspective, I, I think I said at the start of the season, I was pretty skeptical of Coach Hankinson based on what happened with him at, at FC Selgaukar in Goa in India. And I was pretty... Good pronunciation, dude. Thanks, I'm Indian, so it makes it easier. <laughs> so... <laughs> See, I like it when Nipun comes on the show and he just adopts our, sar- our sarcastic, like, just, hey, yeah, guess what? I'm Indian. I know how to say it. <laughs> N- carrying on. We're in India. Uh, I grew up in Calcutta, but now my family lives in New Delhi, so I call it New Delhi. Have you been? I played in the Indian Super League. What? Oh, you didn't know oh, that one. You didn't huh? know that? They're smart oh, guys. Oh, which Mr. Which Dr. Team Man? Did you play for? <laughs> Dr. Man. Dr. Man. Wait, which uh, which team did you Kerala play? Kerala Blasters. Oh, you played for Kerala. Uh, awesome. Awesome. I didn't know that. That's very cool. Um, 
What was it? There's a touching moment that we just <laughs> had right there. I, I winked. You guys did, did say that. Did you wink? I, I did winked. You? Oh, it was with your left eye. It's because he winked. He's left eye Well, I know the camera's there, so it had to be a left eye. I don't want the camera to see it. That would be weird. I'm not weird. You guys are making it weird. Uh, no, oh. it's weird. You look at me and you'll wink, and it's really weird. I actually want to hear his answer. And it, and it makes it move a little bit, too. I mean, it, it makes it move. Um, so, I think Tony the... Tony looking up flights to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> In New York. Really for like himself, really not like for you. He keeps <laughs> clearing his cash out so he gets the best prices. Uh, uh, 16-hour like, no, oh, drive from LaGuardia. It's <laughs> <laughs> going straight from New York. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than Belson. Yeah, bigger <laughs> hashtag bigger than Belson. The chances of Gunyan going to Disney World is bigger than <laughs> Belson. <laughs> bigger than Belson. By himself that. standing in a corner at Epcot. <laughs> mm. I mean, the buses are swinging by Columbus, right? It's not that much. Fun. That's not sure. That yeah, great. Okay, so about your answer. Yeah, so so, so the uh, results. <laughs> yeah, the results. So I was um, <laughs> I was skeptical, and I, I thought I was worried that Coach Hankinson. Uh, I consider him even now, although he's done a fantastic job, to be fairly can be a fairly defensive coach. So I was worried about where we would end up uh, based on at the start of the season. So the results for me and the way this team has come together has been fucking fantastic. Um, in defense, of course, with, with Greg and yourself, it's been amazing. In midfield, going back to that, you guys talked about that Butler friendly. Like Going back to that, as far as that friendly, it was clear. He started with the 4-2-3-1, played Nicky Patterson, Brad Ring. That's how he started most of the f uh, first half of this season, in the spring season. 4-2-3-1 was the go-to thing. And then he managed to reinvent the team still after that. He signed Torado, basically had a, himself an attacking midfielder when Ubi was uh, unfit. So for me, I was, I'm just blown away by Coach Hankinson and how he was able to morph this team uh, through the challenges of the season and the results have been fantastic. That's my answer. Yeah, I, can, I can follow that pretty easily. Along We're those just going to skip over Colin? <laughs> oh, hit, hit him, yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, you're good. We'll, we'll wait. We'll let Colin be last. Let him go last. I mean, he just fucking lived it. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he made sure it happened. But hey, no, listen. no, wait, wait. Let's let's let's, let's be clear. The bloggers made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't do shit. It was all the bloggers. You can check our, our latest blog from and Colin Falvey uh, <laughs> on on dot com. Alex says his hashtag fuck the, the bloggers. <laughs> <laughs> from the nine on Canal downtown. You guys should have your own podcast or blog. Uh, Alejandro Bedoya wrote a right. blog. Juan Mata writes one. Yeah. Who does? Juan Mata oh, does. Yeah. I haven't read it. It's but brilliant. Bedoya's blog for U.S. Men's National Team is fantastic. Uh, where were we? Talking about Coach Hankinson. Yeah, and no. Some no, we're, we're talking, talking about, about the no. biggest surprises. Yes. yes. To Napoon's point, <laughs> Coach Hankinson, biggest surprises. Players like Dylan Mares, Don Smart, and Brad Ring stepping up and earning their positions on this team. Um, I've been calling him indispensable Don for a while. Brad Ring's the legend. Dylan is just consistent and an attacking force. Those players were outside looking in at the start of this season, and for whatever reason, Coach Hankinson had selected other people to be above them. He has now selected them to be above other players. That's a huge surprise yep. and, and a testament to his character and a testament to those players' work ethic, and that is a huge Huge compliment to them. Big ups to Mares, Ring, and Don Smart. So we're going to call him Indispensable Don. I think Dependable Dylan? Does that work? Ah, Something like that? Me. Okay. Uh, so I've, I've got a couple of really shocking. The, the thing, the, the moment of the season that actually shocked me the most was probably beating Tampa Bay 3-2 in Tampa. I, I don't think anybody saw that one coming, just the, the, the 
the circumstance and the fact that we hadn't won on the road. In Outside forever. of you, Colin, because you probably were saying we're going to win this game. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Outside the player yeah. who was like, we're not going to hey, lose Hey, we're this talking game. about the important people, the bloggers. <laughs> the right? the yeah. important people, right. Nick Poon gets it. Poon gets it. No, but it, that, that moment was surprising. Beyond that, probably, I mean, to what Aaron said, I mean, Dylan Mayers did not perform very well in the preseason. I mean, I was I was a pretty harsh critic, uh, but he came on, and after Ubi got hurt, he stepped up, and he has been, you know, similar to Don, he's been indispensable. He's been he's been an attacking force. He's been great passing the ball. Uh, I mean, he's he's everything you could want in a midfielder. Sure. Uh, mine is the just it it echoes what you said where it's the camaraderie, especially with talking to people here, yeah. uh, is that even though we only had, what, six people return from last year after it was all said and done, uh, all the new guys, Colin included, everybody really just melded together so fast. Mm-hmm. And Chris and I even talked about it when we started to see all those names, and I'm sure all the other bloggers <laughs> and radio hosts and all that kind of stuff started to see it where it's like who the fuck's this guy who's this guy well, you know what's what's going to happen here what's going to happen there uh and you know you can kind of sometimes get caught up in the of getting like attached to players and be like oh man this person left this they played really hard but now i'm pissed off that they left who's who's going to fill their spot um and watching you guys on the pitch come together so quickly was probably the most surprising thing to me because I didn't expect it was going to be like, well, the spring season's probably done. At the beginning of the year, I was like, you know what? Spring season's probably just a lost cause. We'll start clicking oh, that's, towards. That's a little brutal. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just like they're going to take a while to get like new coach, new everything. It's going to take a while to get to start clicking. But man, three games in, it's just like, oh, well, this is something. This is something different. And so, yeah, it was surprising to me. Be- and before you answer, I'm going to give you the answer that you gave seven months ago when we said <laughs> everybody bought Ottawa last year. No, we said the same shit. Actually, we literally on the show said, you know, and nobody thought Ottawa. Everybody was like, oh, Ottawa's whatever, you know. And then all of a sudden this took off, and it was literally you two said, and you go, no, we heard that all over the place. But for us, we saw immediately that there was something there and that, no, we clicked off immediately. So it's funny. is like you cycle a year later, and it's literally the exact same story, but for Indy. If it's honestly very, very similar. Like as in both locker rooms that I was part of were like definitely, definitely up there with some of the best. I've definitely up there, the best. Should I say that? Just I've, say it. Just say it. I've the been, best. The best that I've been a part of. Yes, but very similar. But the players are quick on to uh, realizing what what uh, can happen. You know, what direction um, the, you you can see the club going in or the the, the team going in. Should I say? But. Um, I think it was very important just to touch on why where people were a little bit surprised, uh, and you know it was clear for everyone to see that we were still figuring stuff out in the spring, early in the spring, and uh, even right after preseason, uh, as you speak about our different formation. Um, but I think it was very important, and people don't know from the outside, coaching staff made it to the players aware that the last two years have been very tough for the club. We. The whole, the whole thing was that they wanted to change the mentality uh, and that the, that losing was was not acceptable. Um, and that meant, yeah, in the beginning we had to play defensively and ugly, but it all had to do with uh, installing a belief into the club and into and a, the team. And a bigger picture. And a bigger picture into the team. 
that in my opinion if we didn't do that in the beginning and get confidence and uh, that nobody could beat us we went through the spring unbeaten we could have never changed formations down the line because we then at that point had enough confidence in the team that we are you know one of the best teams in the league we can do this you know we have very very good players so credit to the coaching staff and the players for sticking with it both systems but I think it was very important to change the mindset of the entire club uh, and I'm, I'll be the first to, uh, I'm sure to admit that I'm sure looking in from the outside that you're, you were probably going what's going on here what, you know it was a little bit touch and go whether um, we were going to end up winning games and, and, and playing good football uh, which we knew was going to take time and, and, and come but um, I think that needed to be done regarding the club, so, I think. so that comes from the coaching staff. Obviously, they they need to permeate that through the team. Now, as captain, how, what is your role in that? What do you do in terms of your everyday interaction with players to make them believe that in every training session, you know, uh, players at Manchester United talk about this all the time. Like every session, you're supposed to win every session. That's what breeds a winner. So, how do you do that at, at NSL? I think we'll see. When we set up like that early in the season, when we set up to be defensively very solid, um, hard to beat, make sure we got points on the board. That's how we set up, everyone can see that. Uh, for defensive players, that's a very easy thing. For myself, it's a very ne easy thing to accept and, and understand because um, that's just in our DNA, if you like. That's the way we play and that's why we're defenders. It becomes a bit more tricky for the offensive players because obviously they want to create and, and, and uh, get assists and goals and save energy and save energy. Yeah, so um, we we uh, had to make sure that everybody, as a, one of the older senior players and captain, we had to make sure that everybody was buying into this concept that we need to do this now in order, you know, to identify. Um, identify who we were really like you know so um and you know just tell them listen as as we get points in the board and as we get become hard to beat we're gonna you know open up a little bit more and we're gonna try to win games and uh be a little bit more aggressive obviously at home uh so but the only good thing is we're a very experienced club with even sure. our attacking sure. players are older players they, yep. they they were quick to buy into this and everyone bought into the system um quite early even though you know obviously you'll get it's normal in professional sports you'll get uh you know grumbles and stuff sure. like that like nah, i want us to play different but i'm not don't feel like you're getting the best out of me but uh and that was happening at the time a little bit but everybody knew the bigger picture um and i think i think as, as we went on we just got more and more confidence and uh you know i, th I think i think we ended up as the second top scorers in the league was it um, so Chris, the goals came. <laughs> well, and uh, with uh, you mentioned the the guys who kind of grumble a little bit and try to figure out like where their place is. Aaron mentioned one of them is Don Smart earlier in the in the season did not know where he fit in. Like yes. you could, it was just one of those guys where it was like, oh, I don't know where I'm going to fit. And I don't know this just before you go. I don't know this for sure, but just obviously same as you guys looking at it, this was never said. But I think a lot of it, some of the returning players didn't get the nod early in the season because I think I think Hankinson was making a point saying the last year even though I've kept you the last year wasn't acceptable I'm not accepting that 
Um, well, Hankinson said that when he was on the show. Yeah, I mean, when we talked to him, he was just yeah. like, listen, this is, I mean, in no you know, certain words, he's like, this is my team. You, right. you, I play the players that I want to play. And, and to, Don's, uh, to Don's point, Hank said Don was the guy who came up to me, talked to me, said, what do I need to do? Which is what he asked for. He said if a player has an issue, he goes, the biggest thing players want to know is where do I stand? Yes. Where if I take you out, he goes, I, they want to know what can I do? He goes, and I always appreciate the players that come to me and go, what do I need to do? Because then we can provide them whatever coaching, whatever practice they need to get better, to get back in the lineup. And that was the thing that Don Smart came to him immediately and said, what do I need to do? I'm willing to do players, anything to get back players in. Players just want total honesty, like right. good communication between yep. them and the coaching staff. And, and, and they've been very good with the players that. And, and just before Aaron comes in, I think fair play to massive respect to uh, the guys that were here last year because it was a difficult time at the early part of the season for them. Not many of them getting minutes. Uh, and now, most, uh, now, as you said, mainly you know, three or four of them, uh, Brad, Dylan, uh, Don, Greg. Greg. Yep. Like, these are big, big players now in the team. Um, but I, you know, a lot of players could have, like, thrown their toys out of the, out of the pram, but they, they knuckled down and got on with it and, 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 yep. and took it in the chin and, and, and just kept going and, and forced yep. their way back into the team, which uh, obviously was the reaction Hank was looking for. But uh, I know it must have been easy yep. for him. And I know it wasn't because, you know, again, players talking around the locker room and, and with an older squad, everyone, you know, keeps saying the right things, just keep going, you'll get a chance, stuff like that. Um, as, as a captain, how do you keep that kind of stuff under control, though, too? Because those kind of, like, complaints on a, on a lesser team where there isn't that chemistry there could cause some issues in, like, that cancerous growth of, like, you got one guy who's talking about some shit and then a bunch of other guys are like, yeah, yeah, you're right, we don't get this kind of playing time. As a captain, how do you kind of quell that? One, as I, I keep saying, one, we're lucky that we're an experienced group. So guys know the ins and outs. Like, guys know... If you're not playing, that there's a reason for it behind the coach. Whether you as a player agree with that, obviously you, most of the time you don't because you want to play. Um, but I think I think they were very, very, very professional on, what, on, on, how, on, on, how, on how they handled it. I think uh, I think Hank was just trying to stamp his authority as well on, on the team and stuff like that. And uh, I think it's all it's all worked out in the end. Like he's not. They wouldn't have been kept here if he didn't see a future for him in the club. You know what I mean? So it's all for me. It's all worked out in the end. And uh, the other one thing, how we didn't really have any issues really b between the squad and how we were okay is results were going our way. So as a player, if you're not playing and the result is going well, you can't really knock on the gaffer's door and say, "Hey, I should be in," and because he's first thing he's going to say, "Well, we won at the weekend, <laughs> or, or we didn't lose." You know? So. For me, they never really got an opportunity um, to go in hammering on the door, and he, you, he, you know, gelled them back into the team at the right times, and in the end, found out why we all know is our best now uh, seems to be our best system and formation. So it's all worked out in the end. Yeah, happy days. All right. So before we quickly talk about the the Cosmos game coming up, I want to do a quick little game with you, especially and all of you. I think this will be fun. On here, really so, did prepare so for this no, no, week. yeah, no. I just think this is this would be funny because when you think about like what the, some of these answers are going to be, you're going to go, "Is it different, Chris Ball?" I like it. Good. All right, so, <laughs> all right, so when we talk about 
<laughs> being aggressive, bringing that energy every game. Who do you think led the team? And you may already know this. Who do you think led the team in yellow cards this year? This guy. Do you know? Yeah, in yellows. Um, if you had to take a guess. And do you know how many yellow cards you got this year? Well, that makes sense. Four. You did get four. That is good. <laughs> so do you know who led the team? I'm going to say... I'm going to say... You could be right with two names. I'll give you a hint there. It's a tie. Huh. There's two players on the Two team. players. Oh, yeah. I would say... Brad? Yeah, bingo, yeah. there's one. <laughs> yeah, that's who <laughs> I thought. You got to get the second one. Uh, yeah. It's Nikki? Nope. Nikki? Nikki. Nikki. Uh, Nikki was six. Brad they both Nikki. led the team with six. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> which is ridiculous. That's good. It's a little to scrappy, honest, guys. To be honest, your sentiment feelers, in my opinion, should yeah. have the most yellow cards. Yeah, yeah. And then, right, then you were third that. with four, tied with Greg. So that's good because your defender should be. Well, actually, tied with level. So the whole back line was like, we're just going to be consistent. As long as, you're, as long as your fouls are not in the box. You know, <laughs> right. let's, sure. let's bring this up. Um, I mean, while he's here. Yep. Collins play got a little sloppy this year. Last Ooh. year. Oh, last damn. year. <laughs> he was also, okay, there was a couple of points where he was injured and playing through an injury no, and got a little sloppy. Gonna, no, no, you're not no, going to no, let I'm it? Gonna okay, I tried. Right I tried. I'm going to I'm gonna rail him. Okay. <laughs> last year. He went too, by the way. Last year, 30 get, games. Get your buttholes ready. Here comes Aaron. Oh, God. That's, God. that's a little. Less. You just said I'm going to rail him. Is oh that what God. that means? Railhawk? Yeah, that's what that means. Railhawk. I know where he's going with this. <laughs> okay, go for it. Go for when it. When I first met Colin and I had been studying his stats, I was really impressed by the fact that he had something like 2,200 minutes last season and two yellow cards. And so you throw in two extra yellow cards at the end of the 2016 season. How dare you, sloppy, sir? Sloppy play. Guess how many red cards he got. <laughs> Zero. 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 Yeah, who led, four. Hey, real quick. So who led the team in own goals? And <laughs> who led the team in own goals? <laughs> See, I didn't do that. I'm tied with that, am I? <laughs> yes, you are actually. Have we had another one? Do you have? No, I think no, I think you honestly. You. I think it's just you. Did you it's get a, you. did you ha half a half a brick from him? Because you probably at least should have half one and a half bricks. So now you got the candle. You got the <laughs> candle holder, and then you can have like a cup holder on the side or something. All right. Did you get an immense amount of shit for that too? Uh, no, I. I, as I said to him, I'd rather I scored in the forward, so <laughs> 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 never let him score. Yeah, that's true. In a game where we scored five, so yeah, forgivable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my first night back for a while, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what's funny is so so Vuko in the back line, he only ends up with three uh, yellow cards. But here's what's funny: so total passes for the entire season, Vuko absolutely destroys the team like he's almost a hundred actually he's 110 over the next player which is brad what's funny is total crosses who do you also think leads in total crosses vuko leads that For sure. chances created know who led the team in chances <laughs> created vuko which is funny because you go well that's why we called him the back <laughs> the, the, the 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 defensive left mid forward <laughs> like the dude never stayed number of times he's taking his shirt off <laughs> 1,000 every time. <laughs> Shirtless Vuko. However, if he had put his shirt on. I think I got him on, that one at the weekend. complete action. one of those crosses, he'd have more than three Okay, assists. you know what's. Get to college, so. Fist bump from college. Potaki. Did you write that down? No. I have that up here. No. <laughs> oh. no, no, no. Here's the point 476 total crosses for this season, only 110 successful. What the fuck's all this right there? Dude, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. <laughs> that's my. That's Called it. That's called she a sex. No, shopping no. list for Marsh. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
I gotta get my. You gotta get some celery and some beef, apples. My corned beef, my cabbage. I'm getting ready for New Year's early. Good, ready to go. No, man, that, 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 that's, that's called. Mark. No, that's passing percentage. And where do they pass? Forward, left, right, back. We were a very aggressive forward passing team, actually. This is amazing. It was. It was. I'm. I'm, I'm really impressed. I'm gonna bring this saying. into practice in the morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should right. Listen, guys, Vuko, I want to talk to you about this. <laughs> you, you had the all these crosses, <laughs> but you only completed like five of them. So, oh, <laughs> the best part, Colin's gonna show up at practice and be like, "Listen, I was up until like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> last night, crunching some numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to let you know." <laughs> Jeff Bellicus doesn't get his hands in this, we're all, we're all gonna get released. <laughs> Aaron's just pissed because he didn't do this. Because this is Aaron's to. wheelhouse. It's he has it up there. He has it up there. Coach I don't need to. <laughs> talked to me earlier in the year, and he said he was looking for a couple stats and, and percentages in the 50% range. One of them being crosses completed. He evaluates a game's performance and a player's performance by crosses completed, shots on goal percentage, and uh, possession. 23% for the season. 50-50. <laughs> 23% for the season. Yeah. To be fair. To, to be, be fair. fair. Okay. One out of four crosses from a fullback. Probably okay. We didn't we didn't add level stats bad. in there. I, I actually kept stick, his out because it skewed it way I, down. I'm not going <laughs> to stick up for Vuk on this. I'm he not was signed as apart. a center back. Right. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. That is correct. I will say that, but uh, I'm sure he'll tell you himself he wants better numbers than that. So what would that have been like for you, pairing with Vukovic, trying to keep him uh, in the defensive third of the field <laughs> for 90 minutes? I would <laughs> definitely have to. Uh, Colin was, like, physically grabbing his shirt. Be like, Vuko, get the fuck back cost, here. It would have cost me a lot of money in Uber, I think, yeah. just, to, just to get him back. <laughs> Dude, okay, so so he wanders as much as he does in, as in conversation because we sat here with Vuko in, in Ubi and literally at like halfway through Ubi goes I swear to God if you tell one more story Vuko <laughs> <laughs> like as he's dangling his keys and Vuko's like what what I, yeah. I have one more story so I was very in passionate. Greece and I was very I was very young I not have my <laughs> shirt and uh, the, the women are very I was like so okay so I, I see the issue you were young you were in Greece you had your shirt off you were an athlete and you were wondering why women were all around you and he's like I guess that makes sense, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Vuko was, like, literally the best in stories. So, yes, wandering. There you go. First of all, the team would have been amazingly uh, – amazingly is the wrong word. The team would have been incredibly different. Um, Steven DeRue was supposed to be our, our starting left back, and there was no chance that he was not going to come in and earn that starting role. Hankinson said he's one of the top two backs – uh, in the NASL, I don't know if you you've seen him play firsthand. Yeah, uh, I know Stephen very well. Yeah, very 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 good pro, uh, up and down the flank. A um, little bit obviously different than Vuko, but um, different styles. But yeah, I would. I mean, I think if he was here and he'd done the complete preseason, he would have definitely got the nod to begin the season. I think. But uh, these, it's funny how these things work out. It is, and a recent interview with Coach Hankinson. It sounds like that door is still open if Daru is healthy and recovers from whatever surgery and off-season training he's had to do. Mm -hmm. Hankinson is very loyal to this guy and wants to give him another look, just if it's even an option. I don't know how the contracts will all play out. So you, you talked earlier this, this uh, and we'll get to the Cosmos game in just a second, but you talked earlier about coming back and getting ready in February to come back and, and get going again. Is that here in Indy? I've have a contract here. Okay. I've signed two years. So you're two years. So, so you're definitely back next year. I'm definitely back here. That's great to hear. Is your is your hetero is your hetero life mate? Unless back, they get back some well. crazy ideas and want to sell me, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. No. Yeah, so, uh, but no, that's, I mean, look, 
I was in Ottawa last year. I signed two years. Right. Um, and as I think I said this the first time I was there. When I signed the contract, they told me at the time that they were re-signing everybody and trying to bring in, and they were looking to the future and trying to build championships there. And that clearly was uh, a lie. Uh, because as soon as the season that got done, they sold players and released players, right. and, and they broke up the team. And I said, "Well, you've asked me to commit for two years, and this is not what you've told me." Uh, which is when um, my agent got involved, and, and, and right. we started to look uh, elsewhere. Um, but a year later, look what's happening now, yeah, right? So, so things, maybe it's a better situation, th- anyways, things, right? Things uh, things work out as we say like this. It's it's, it's weird, but no, I've signed two years. I wanted two years right. here because as we go back there, no one expected. I definitely wanted to win a championship here in my, yeah. in my who knows how long I'm going to be here, but I definitely had my sights on one championship in them two years. Yep. And I'll be honest, I thought uh, if, I, if it was going to come, it would come in the second year because I knew it was a new team. He was, Hankinson was trying to put his own stamp on the club and, uh, and, and I knew it was going to take a bit of time, but obviously that's happened. Hey, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. That's on you no, no this pressures, week. Pressures no pressure. T- pressures for tires. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Uh, hashtag uh, pressures for, for tires. tires. Yeah. I'll take. Uh, I'll take. <laughs> hashtag Bowie. So, so yeah, being here next year, uh, being like, you know, the leader of the team, how much input are you going to be giving to Hank and the front office to be like, get, make sure you get this guy back, make sure you get this guy back type of thing? Or is that all going to be them and you're just going to have to work with the guys that you, they're giving to you? Um, obviously, I think we've already chatted a little bit, uh, me, Hank, and Regan, regarding, uh, you know, he wants me to come at the end of the year. And, um, you know, obviously fill him in if you're hearing, if you're as a club captain, you're hearing any rumours and stuff like that. But we're both on the same page as and he wants to keep uh, this as much of this squad together as possible. Um you know, but uh, people sometimes as fans, obviously, pe- sometimes people forget. Uh, it is, it is a business. It is, yeah. It is, it is. You mightn't agree with some moves, um, but obviously, Ankinson could move one player to bring a different one. It, this is professional sports. This is happens. You know, um, but I, th- I, I don't see much of the. Uh, I don't see nearly. I think it's nowhere near the amount of turnover as last year obviously with the success this year um, you'll see don't get me wrong it's sports as I say you'll see a couple of guys go um, you'll see guys come in and and I'm sure there'll be some raised eyebrows but uh, he's definitely spoke to me about yeah, yeah we, we're uh, I think there's only six or seven actually out of contract um, which yeah, is I mean there's some guys that have been here for a while that are at, like you know had their options exercised and they're at the end of that and they have to renegotiate or either they're going to stay and renegotiate or they're just going to go. And I think as as fans, it's hard to wrap your head around sometimes, especially when you have that passion that indie fans do. But us around here at the table just realize that's part of the business and you just got to go, okay, these are the people that are up and these are the people that are getting that might go. I know me, Nikki, and Ubi got a little bit of stick when we were leaving Ottawa and I know some of the other guys, Richie Ryan and, and, and stuff like People forget, like Richie, example, Richie Ryan's transferred to Miami. Uh, people don't realize the guy's got a newborn kid uh, and I'll tell you, it's not on a lot of lo- crazy money up in Ottawa uh, and when something like that opportunity comes along and he signed a three-year deal for a very, very lot of money, uh, in, in it's life changing. So well, plus he's a very good player. Yes, a very good player, but it's life changing. He, he sometimes fans forget the player doesn't want to leave. 
he's got to do the best thing for him and 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 and, and his family. family. Right. So, um, and at that time, I don't think Ottawa. I'll be honest, I don't think Ottawa done enough to keep that team together, which I think uh, obviously shows this year they've had a tough right. year. Uh, it feels. It felt like that they they accomplished their goal, and they're like, you know what, we got what we needed. We're just gonna go. Yeah, and I think. I think. Uh, you know, up there, the problem as well you had was it, the same organization owned the CFL team as as the Fury, right. um, and the main the main men behind the scene were more leaning. They were more involved with the American football. American uh, football. Well, yeah, yeah. They didn't really. I'll be honest. They didn't care too much. Uh, the coming and goings of, of Fury, so sounds a little uh, bit like Rio, only with like international well, soccer. I, and what I'm getting <laughs> at, what I'm getting at here is it's a very different feel. Obviously, this is a, a you know a very very good soccer club, and Ursal is so passionate. You see him interacting with the fans. He's in the BYB, um, so he's tailgating. Yeah, he's, he's, tailgating. He's, he's, he's a very <laughs> I like that in an owner. And uh, as I said, I don't think you'll see much turnover. I think because I think he's committed. A, to the cause of keeping this team together and, and, and keeping a successful team on the guy on the field for you guys. So but don't get me wrong, you will see I know I know football you will see a couple of players sure. might might go and with success you're always gonna have a couple of MLS teams sniffing around and stuff like that. These this happens but um, I think I think the club's in a in a good position right now regarding the future uh, because there's only five or six out of contract and I think they're already negotiating with them to try to get them tied up so uh, the tough one is, is you always don't want to do it. Like I think a lot of the agents and stuff have been told, let's get uh, these next two weeks out of the way. The guys that are out of contract, and the good thing is they're good professional. The boys are good professionals, knowing that like, look, that stuff will take care of itself in the off season. Uh, let's just try to win a championship, you know. And so speaking of the championship, so let's talk about Sunday. Um, obviously, there's the unfortunate uh, event of having to play where we're playing in in the NASL deserves better the fans deserve better especially and mainly the Indy 11 fans deserve better how this is but it's just how it played out right so uh, I kind of want to get your guys take on uh, on your feel going in obviously it, it feels apropos if you will to face the cosmos in the championship at Belson at Belson right 2400 seats strong feel, baby it, it I don't think it would have felt the same had we been playing OKC. I, I feel I feel like playing New York feels right, um, and I'd love to hear your guys' take on on what you expect from this game. And then, yeah. real, real quick too. Speaking yeah. of that game, uh, as of right now, there is only eight seats left on the bus from Indy to New York. How many seats are on the bus? For uh, there 12. are forty five. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's forty. There's forty five. So there's forty five bus and game tickets. So do that math, Andy. How many? How many? <laughs> there will be people driving separately, yes. not taking the bus, yes. just because they don't yeah. want to be restricted by those travel yes. limitations. It's a twelve hour drive to Queens. <laughs> well, it is and a they just, and they just made these things available. What yesterday? And yeah. there's only eight left. I so want to be on the bus for me. For today? I want three hundred fans today. Yeah. Well. Colin, there's only 300 seats. You can't. Yeah, I'm just kidding. We have 300 tickets from what I've been. Okay. Yeah. What I've been told. I mean, that's like a third Wait of the minute, stadium. Okay. So wives and girlfriends <laughs> that counts for. So how okay. Many for Eamon. How did Don Smash is actually going to bring about Aram. 200? <laughs> okay. So why uh, Eamon's so bringing his 13 girlfriends? <laughs> oh my God. That's just. <laughs> 15. It's it's a oh, solid sorry. even 15. Even 15. Even 15. 
Um, <laughs> dude, that was that's still you, the, that's still one, one of the weirdest the, that's still one goal. of the weirdest situations I've been in with that. Anyways, we'll talk we'll talk about that after we had when we went to Chicago. That was yeah. fantastic support. Yes, that's yes. I know. Obviously, it's uh, just up the road, but yeah. we were the only fans there. <laughs> like, if you looked yeah. at the fans, it was literally that was BYB. Crazy. Okay, so l- l- before we talk about that actual game, let's talk about that. So we were allowed three hundred tickets. I get it. You were talking about the stadium too. I know the stadium, yeah. right? But I'm saying, with the NASL, do we feel like the the championship game should it be considered a home game, or should it be a neutral site? So you think of a lot of, about a lot of leagues, like and not just U.S. And I know this is a U.S. thing. And trust league. me, Peter Evans is going to go. Oh, you just don't understand American soccer. I don't fucking care about American soccer. I'm talking about in general. Hot, hot should take. it should it be a hot neutral take. site? So you really feel should it be a neutral site? We're going to get a tweet about Nippon. that. <laughs> um, so here's it's a complicated answer. Okay. Because my initial reaction when I saw this whole thing with Belson go down, I was like, it has to be a neutral site. Makes more sense. You get people there. It's, you've, you've organized it six months earlier so there's none of this fucking bullshit of trying to figure shit out last minute. You've put things in place. So you have the infrastructure ready. That's the good news. That's why it makes sense to us. That's yeah. why Europe does it. That's why every... That's what the bloggers want. We matter. That's what the bloggers fucking want, bro. (laughs) That's what the bloggers want. Right. Um, However, the counterpoint, which was pointed out to me by this gentleman on Twitter, whose name I forget, was... Very important point, too. He was also a blogger, which means... (laughs) Bill Peterson. (laughs) (laughs) Was was it at NASL Commissioner? (laughs) At NASL Commissioner. Okay. It was part of me really wants to press that answer and keep moving on that. The other part of me wants to see you in the NASL next year. (laughs) (laughs) So so what was his point? I heard my speech before the Edmonton game before. I kind of want to hear your speech. We can do that offline. Yeah, can we do that offline? All right, good. Okay, fair enough. Um, (laughs) So here's the counterpoint that was given. The counterpoint was, imagine a scenario where the final is set, say, in Oklahoma City, right? The NASL final is going to be played... In Oklahoma City at the Yukon uh, High School Stadium. At the Velcro place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At the Velcro uh, field. Lego Stadium. Uh, <laughs> right. Now. Velcro trademark space. How much, uh, how, much better of a, how much better of a scenario will it be if New York and Indianapolis play in Oklahoma City than whether they played in Indy or New York? Because we have, what, 40, 50, maybe 100 people going from Indy, right? That's fucking awesome. For people to travel all the way to New York City. There's a total of 250, I believe, Perfect. Uh, tickets available. 250 people from Indianapolis. 300, right? Isn't that what you just said? 300 tickets? I think he Colin? was going once. Was, I think he was guessing. I think Colin oh, was guessing. 300 tickets. 300 tickets. I'm going to go uh, with the player. I'm going I'm to redo my math here. 300 tickets uh, available. <laughs> Terrific. Let's say 500 people. Let's I will go there. leave that. the captain. Right. I like it. All right, here we go. But 500 people. Yeah. Don Smart wants 50. Yeah. Don Smart wants 50. Mr. Indy. He's the king of Queens. He's Mr. Indy. Jamaica Queens, dude. Yeah, it is. And he's Jamaica also Queens. Mr. Indy, yes. so he's just going to have multiple. It's just going to be a conglomerate. Oh, please hurry up because Aaron's losing his fucking patience here. He wants to hear Napoon's answer. He's losing his shit right now internally. He's about to explode. You're Somebody fucking. Please go. It's almost like this is his first candy. time being at the show. God, he's like, I, I really want to hear Napoon's answer. I'm going to wear red Somebody. headphones because I want to stand out. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think I can do it with a hot take. I think I just need to stand out with my flair. I'm gonna, I think I'm, gonna I'm like a beautiful butterfly, and people will follow me because of the beautiful colors on my head. I'm going to sit there oh, and cross my now? arms. You feel better? I'm going to cross my arms like a reject Zach Galifianakis, 
and make jokes to make everybody laugh because I want to hear what this. What but I'm not nearly as fucking funny. <laughs> or anyway, Nipun. Yeah. So Nipun, about your answer. So the counterpoint that I was given was: say, say we have like 300, 400 people uh, from Indianapolis. Another. 300, 400 people. Those are optimistic numbers for supporter groups to travel to fucking Oklahoma City from regardless of wherever, right? So that's the problem. How much more of a better spe spectacle will it be if you have two away teams traveling to God knows where versus just one home team, which is going to guarantee you some numbers. It's not fucking great with New York City, right? right. Cosmos' attendance has been abysmal right. for New York. Yeah. So in general, as a, uh, as a rule of thumb, my bias has always been neutral stadium. But what that gentleman pointed out to me in America, Peter Evans, if he's listening, yep. will love this. <laughs> it's a lot more complicated. And actually, yeah. that's a very good point that I had not considered. No, you know what? I, could, I see that side, and that makes a lot of sense. I think the part that sucks there is that it ended up turning into this Belson situation where you go, you have a, a team that's averaged 8,700 through the entire season and a team that's averaged, what, 2,700? If that what's what's been there? Just three, under four. Oh, yeah, under four. Okay, something, so something, okay. Something, yeah. So and you go and now sure and now now we're in a stadium that's you know, that's even almost half of that, <laughs> and then we get three hundred <laughs> tickets. So you get a team that's the the number almost one of the the, the best in the NASL and honestly, arguably the the biggest brand, the in biggest the brand in the league. Franchise. And we get three hundred tickets to go. I, I don't know. I think that that part sucks for our fans because. We've been here, and it sucks. You know what? No one else sucks about this whole situation that gets overlooked. We talk about the fans, and nobody on Twitter ever mentioned this one point. The fucking, besides Gunyan, the players. The players, they deserve better. They have busted their ass all fucking season, and then they get to go play in front of a high school crowd. It sucks. You're in the second division of soccer, and you are in the U.S., and you are going to play in front of a high school crowd. Look, let's not make any fucking qualms about it, right? The NAS, this is an embarrassment. It is there's, an embarrassment. There's no other way to spin this. This is an absolute embarrassment. And I'm sorry, Colin. I'm sorry. From the it's not, not your fault. I mean, it's I not. Know, it's the Cosmos uh, higher ups who exactly from a source no, I heard. No, even more so than Cosmos. NASL. I think it's NASL. I blame NASL for this. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna use Nippon's, uh from a from a very credible source. <laughs> uh, I, I I heard that, uh, <laughs> that <laughs> from a very credible source. I heard that. Uh, um, the Cosmos organization uh, had been pitched by NASL to move uh, the stadium to different places. Including um, Indianapolis. Including Indianapolis. Yeah. And season ticket holders within New York, the New York Cosmos organization said, they would cancel said that they would cancel and not renew if they moved it anywhere outside of New York. And literally, Belson was the only place they, they could go. But they only have <laughs> under 4,000 <laughs> total. for. So if they lost half of those season ticket holders, <laughs> does it fucking matter? <laughs> they are a third team in a major market that nobody gives a shit about. But somehow they run the entire second division of U.S. soccer, and nobody cares. Hey, if I'm, you think about besides it. Besides us, we, I'm it, done in, with in that. Colin, team, I'm sorry. The away go team got, we, we got almost 13%. Of the stadium share <laughs> for tickets to go. Math. That's <laughs> math, folks. I don't just touch. I don't think a neutral venue works. Okay. And they, this personally, I don't think. I don't think we'd get the numbers. I don't. Right. Uh, and uh, yes, is it much better? I know. I agree with. Is it much better than where we're going? Just say it. Uh, Hashtag bigger than Belson. <laughs> he already did earlier. Here's my one. I always. We, we, you know, the players always talk as well. Same sure. stuff. Sure. And. Here's one that I I think isn't a bad idea. Oh, I'm sure it's got postponed. Why doesn't the championship game be a two-legged affair? Yep. Home and away. 
home and away. Both teams get to host the game. You can do away ro away goals if you want. If you don't, just straight up. Uh, but I think it's not a bad idea. I think the way the league is set up, uh, both sets of fans, whoever that may be in that final, get, get a taste of a championship game. Uh, and the players, you know, as you say, like for us, yeah, we we want to play at home because we're very good at home and we're going to have 12 to 10, 12,000 right. people there or whatever. Uh, and I do think, even if I wasn't in the league looking in from the outside, if I wasn't a player, I do think it's very important for the championship game that, you know, it is a full house for the players because right. they've, they've put in the graft all year and they exactly. deserve their day out. Um, but yeah, I do, I do question... I do question definitely the players are the same. I do question how it did end up where it is. But for us, we're it's like extra motivation. Or it's like we're going to go there and win it in there in, in this right. right in spite of everything. In spite of everything, yeah. and uh, and we'll have our own party back here in Indy. Yeah. All right. So talking about the game, go ahead. Yep. Well, the two teams that are in the championship final, New York Cosmos and Indy Eleven, have both had amazing home records this season. For one of them to have their home field advantage removed would be a crime against the game. And that's what I said when I first heard that rumor that it was potentially being sold to Indy 11 or potentially being moved. As much as, as, as a fan, I know that it gives Indy 11 an advantage, a huge competitive advantage, and I, I mean, secretly hope for it. Publicly, I would never, ever say that. It would be a crime to the players who have yeah. worked and scored that many goals and earned that many points right. to rob them of home field advantage. Collins' point of a home and away two-leg affair I think is great, especially for, for two teams that have been so dominant at home. Makes then too much really sense. you really get a real test, and you get a, a true winner walking away with, with equal opportunity. Um, Indy 11 will go out and, and will give everything they've got, but New York has a leg up in this match that's there's no doubt about it because of how well they played at home for me yeah, the, <laughs> i agree yeah, for me the neutral thing doesn't work so you've got to agree you've got to come up with something else and I, I i still don't believe that uh over the course of the game that you should just have the right to have a home game i don't care if you win a fall season or a spring season or whatever I, a championship game for me has to be at a neutral venue any league around the world, FA Cup finals, Champions League finals, it's neutral. Right. And obviously that is not possible here, I don't think, because you, yeah. could, you could put a venue and there might be nobody turn right. up and that's not right. what the players want. Right. Uh, so I do think they should look at that. I do think... Uh, I, think I do, I do think like your idea a lot about, about the two-legged final of home and away. Thank you. Uh, you know, give... No, give saying that if we win at the weekend, it's definitely should be, <laughs> there should be a one-off game. One-off game. That's a given. It's, <laughs> it's like... I want the right to rescind my, yes. uh, it's, my it's views. The, it's the Trump excuse. It's rigged unless I win. There's a good chance that Belson burns to the ground no matter what happens after the game. Um, I've already promised on Twitter that I'm going to get kicked out of that game. <laughs> Ooh, two in a row. Hey, speaking of, For if you guys want some... No doubt, I'm going to earn it this So time. you are going? I'm certainly going... Um, also, the NASL saw my last tweet. All three that of I you were going. I said I was going to get kicked out, yeah. and I've already been flagged. Oh, They're right. watching me. Oh, hey, just I'm curious a, what just Caleb watching me for two years. On a list. Yeah, yeah. on a list. Real quick though, update on the election. Oh. If you guys want to know, sure. yes, please. Uh, Trump is leading over Clinton, one hundred thirty-seven to one hundred four. The entire middle of the country went exactly the way that you think the mm. middle of the country would go. It's straight red. Here's your uh, here's red. your update right there. If you would like to see, look at that middle of the country and south. 
all red. Florida is like within like 700 votes. Obviously, within Hillary's getting northeast. Florida. Did you guys ever watch Aziz Ansari's Master of None? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like saying, the sickening. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> right. happening. Listen, it's going to come out right. California, yeah. Pennsylvania already went. New York, Illinois was a big one. Ohio it's and Florida still isn't called. Ohio but they're and still, Florida is going to be the still big one in California. Leading, like Trump's still leading. Because let's talk soccer. Let's deal with this shit. Let's not fucking Sorry, yeah, yeah. Caleb. Napoo can't even vote. Neither can Colin. So it's not like. I actually thought for the longest time this was like. It's bumped to not voting. I thought for the longest time this was one of these reality TV shows. Yeah, fucking feels like it. Pretty much has been. I realized today that this is actually happening. All right. So to wrap this up and go. I want to hear this dude. Yeah. I want to talk about the game. Good. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Let's so do it. One thing, Colin. I mean, obviously, you, Nikki, and Ubi, you guys all played against the Cosmos in the final last season. You guys I like lost where this is going. What does that experience bring to the table, and how do you guys approach that any differently? Is I mean, that's got to be in the back of your mind, right? Leave it, I mean, leave it to Caleb. How do you react to that? I think for us, and I, uh, we said it. Fifty-two uh, degrees. Sunny. My spe- my speech before the game the other night was all got to do with I felt last year people might disagree with me I felt we were that Ottawa team that was a part of was a better team than the Cosmos we went there four weeks earlier and gave them a spanking in that stadium um, I think we were just a better team but we didn't turn up on the night in the final my opinion we everything we gave away sloppy goals everything was like, we just didn't turn up it was one of I think at that point we'd lost one game in 20 games and we didn't turn up in that game. They, they deserved to win on that night. I have no problems with that. Um, but my whole speech had to do with do not do not have any regrets because I know, speaking for me, Sini and Nikki, it eats away at us that we were better than that. If you turn up and you get beat and someone scores a great goal or something happens in football, you can live with that. But, but for me, we left ourselves down because we didn't turn up in the game. Um, that was my speech got to do with the semi-final it's going to be the same terms this week and it's even a bigger opportunity for people for players to go and win a championship because I don't care if it's the second division 66th division I don't care what league you're in the pub league it doesn't matter when you're playing you want to win and I'm sure after you're done with your career you know I said this to the boys when you're whether you hang up the medal in your house or whatever Every time you see it, you're going to have a little laugh and a smile on your face, a grin on your face on that day. And I said, uh, that's the feeling you want. Not when I not when I look at my runners-up medal last year. When I look at that, and I, uh, it, it, it kills me uh, because I can't live with it because I thought we didn't turn up in the day. And I think that's what uh, me, Nicky and Sini have been trying to, trying to remind people of. Uh, but as I say, we're a very experienced team. Bushy... Um, Nemanja, Janicki, he's won a championship. Guys, you don't have to say too much. They know how much of a big opportunity it was, and that's why I think we handled it better than Edmonton at the weekend. I think we were very experienced. We we knew what we handled the emotions and, and and the pressure of the game. As well as you said, I think they played a little bit differently, and and they were a little bit off. And it uh, showed in you guys winning cracked. too. They, it showed. They were too aggressive. Yeah, they they're too aggressive. They came out of their shell too much and and, and, and helped us. Uh, so, I don't think I don't th- the answer your. I think that's the only thing we're going to say to the players. But we don't even have to really say that too much. It's everyone knows it. And now the good thing is the pressure was on us to win the Edmonton game. Pressure now is reverted back to them at a home game. They're supposed to be unbeatable at home. 
Um, and they're the fucking cosmos. They're, they're, they're the just greatest just thing in the world. So exactly. now the pressure's all on them. Uh, and I know just uh, we were back training this morning and training was feisty and people were getting after it. So uh, boys are chomping at the bit. So it's going to be... That's the big thing. I said, just the answer. Yeah, we just don't want to have any regrets. You know? So if you're not going to... If you're listening to this and you're not going to on the bus, uh, you know, by the time you listen to this, maybe it's sold out. Maybe there's tickets are sold out uh, to go. Uh, there is a, uh, a bunch of viewing parties. The official viewing viewing party is down at City Market downtown uh, starting Indoor at 5 p.m. Indoor screens. Yep. Right. Uh, so there's going to be a nice turnout there. Uh, Chris and I are going to watch it up here in Chatham, uh, you know, just because it's just. You going downtown or are you going up? You're what? No, he's gonna be. He's gonna go. You're gonna. Oh, you're going. He's go- going oh, to New York. That's right. Oh, that's right. You're gonna sleep on the floor. Wait, wait. You're not going. What? Oh, oh yeah. That's right. I'm just gonna leave my. Uh, I should just go straight from Columbus Friday from the U.S. game straight out. I asked Mason to make the bus stop in Columbus and pick me up. I'm gonna be at USA Mexico on Friday. As I'm will I. Get As up will I. By the bus on Saturday Proper because commitment. I'm a real fan. Fucking, do you hear Colin pick me out of all yeah, of us? He He's like, you're not going. Well, he's like, mad at you because you still have the large tag on your shirt, and you've had it. Oh, it's yeah, it's I'm cool. Sorry, that's cool. I know it's a new shirt. Nothing that's wrong cool. with having new stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Just it's cool. Look at yourself. Hey, in is the it gonna fucking rain, Poncho Man? <laughs> you really do that's have cool. a large tag. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Cool. Is it gonna rain? I like your fucking Poncho. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That was very good. Was very good. <laughs> like taking it. a turn for the war. Oh my god! No, I like it. it was good. It was oh good. my god! It was good. I like it. Anyway, as I was saying, there is a watch party downtown. I like that one. There's a watch party downtown at City solid. Market, starting at 5 solid. p.m. I like that you, uh, you got your one yeah, football did. question in there. Yeah, If I pulled a rug, Aaron, I'd be like, oh, I really want to fucking hear about this game right now. God, I, I want to hear his answer. Can we hear his answer? I want to hear his answer. Uh-oh. I want to hear about the bus. Here we go. Here we hear we about go. the bus. <laughs> I'm going to take the high road here. I've already, I've I've already, already won. You've already won. <laughs> Chris is going to kick you out of Chatham. <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, uh, Maz, can you get this guy out of here? He's been yeah. saying some racist shit to Chris here <laughs> exactly. about his large tag on his shirt. He said large. <laughs> I don't like I don't, like about me. I don't like that. He's saying this about is me. different because I actually did say the word it was, large. It was good. So, huh? like on Saturday, I didn't say anything. <laughs> you actually said more words to Chris right now yes. than you did yeah. to any of the players at Edmonton. You really remind me of Allen from The Hangover for some reason. <laughs> I'm telling you, he is a he's Zach Alphanakis. It's definitely the beard. It's Zach the beard. Yeah, yeah, he's a poor man, Zach Alphanakis, without the satchel. Is <laughs> that you don't have a satchel or the humor? Do you have one? Though? Or the humor. <laughs> But I think he's hilarious. At least he's I, also, I agree I with Nipun. At least he's making the trip to New York. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's because he's willing to leave his fucking wife again and just go <laughs> do whatever. That's it. Yeah, it's cool. Do you have it? I, just, I, I have to throw this out there. Okay. So my fifth wedding anniversary is actually the 11th. Uh-huh. Oh. We, uh, my amazing wife allowed us to postpone that we had planned to yeah. the Quit looking week. at me like this. So here's, here's the thing. That's amazing, I'm going to ask you something. I'm going to ask you something. I respect that. Now, you and her postponed something. Yes. The last time we had Aaron on the show, <laughs> he was he was in the middle. you caused it. Aaron had his, congratulations to Aaron and Lisa. They had their Thank first you. year anniversary <laughs> yeah. a couple Thank of weeks you. ago. Beautiful bride. Aaron had the idea to do a podcast because we hadn't done one in a while. So we're like, yeah, let's do a podcast. Let's do it Monday. He's like, sounds good. <laughs> and I then as like he's that. and then as he's driving, <laughs> you did. You're like, sounds good. Got nothing going on. Text. We're That's good. How I said it. Yep. There <laughs> for you, a souvenir. So anyway, <laughs> as he's driving up, he's like, sorry, I'm a little late. 
just got out of a, an anniversary dinner. Uh, heading up, we're like not wait. my anniversary dinner, but just an anniversary. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> not Yours? my first anniversary dinner. Not like so. He basically ditched his wife on their first anniversary. But dinner. he cooked <laughs> her a steak and something special. So oh and got God. her flowers. She so. has it made. I mean, she came home. She from has work. it made. <laughs> Look at Colin's face. She has it made because she didn't have to spend the the first anniversary with you. She just had to. Get, she got you to cook him and then <laughs> fucking get the fuck out. So I sent him the message, the text message. I said, you know, I'm, I'm coming from an anniversary dinner. And we're and like, like, and the message or the the return reply was, it's not yours, is it? I'm like, oh yeah, it's definitely mine. <laughs> and I'm like, it can't be your first. And then Chris goes, oh no, it's his first anniversary. <laughs> Chris goes, idiot. <laughs> at least, caps. at least you and your wife agreed idiot. to postpone it and move it. He was just like, you know what? Forgot I had to do this podcast. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> oh, I don't think he said that to her. I don't think so. <laughs> He's like, Wait a <laughs> oh no, I don't think he said that. Definitely to her. a good idea to take the high no, road no. on that yeah, one. Yeah, no, I'm taking He's, the high road. I now. like how he was about to say nope. something. He's like, okay. see, I even had your back on there. No, I don't. No, no. All right, no. all right, we gotta wrap this up. Good. Let's get Colin some rest. Yes. So one thing I do want to point out too. Yes. God, just keep this going. This guy right here, Aaron, his. Often accused me of trying to silver line a lot of stuff when it comes to the NASL. The one positive, Belson <laughs> <laughs> Stadium, the BYB should make up about 10% of the stadium. Uh, 13. Tw- 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Okay, there's your math. <laughs> we can be louder than the five points. It's going to happen. You have to understand that probably there's 2,400 people there, uh, 2,400 seats. I'm going to, I would put money down on that not being sold out. We also won't throw toilet paper on the field. <laughs> I promise. Well, can we, are we taking flares? I mean, that, that we already mess. we already broke the that rules was once. So why not do it again? That's, yes. a, that's a question for Peter Evans and some of those. Peter didn't know. Bring everything. Peter didn't know. He bring was standing next Colin to it and he said, didn't know. Colin said, "Bring everything." Bring everything. Bring everything. Colin says flares are acceptable. You. He just got official work from the NASL. It is accepted. <laughs> I'm already on the watch list. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. The last the time, boys, the boys, the players the have. I'm going to be cavity searched. I'm <laughs> you can enjoy every second of it. Can, like, I vo- can I volunteer? I'm yeah, already you're open. You're going to have to go up into the press box. Uh, it's time for another cavity search. <laughs> sir, sir right. why is this already pre? I was already ready. I pre. I'm ready to go. This is my fourth cavity search in the last 15 minutes. This shit is just wide open. It's just a Coke bottle. <laughs> sounds like it sounds like this one. Bigger than Belson. Aaron's butthole is bigger than Belson. Stop recording. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet that. <laughs> Give me a second while you guys finish whatever you're doing. I'm gonna quote it and tweet it. This is just worth it. All right, guys. Thank you for being on here. I guess we should just end on that one. Can we get a mic drop, Colin? Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. No. uh, I'm not going to tweet it. I can't do it. Uh, Thank you for all of your incredible insight with the – I mean, you talked for 15 minutes straight, Caleb. That was amazing. (laughs) I really appreciate everything you brought. Uh, I would rather hear you talk than any of us because it's just – if we could just write next time, write all of the shit we want to say, like on this pad, which has all these worthless stats. You've got no room to write on Don't worry, I have plenty of pages, son. Yeah, yeah. It's free. Right. This is where the annals will go. It's so if you're not going... <laughs> See? It's just a very, very interesting See? choice. Of exactly. <laughs> right. That's called Sweet wait. annals, not annals. Right. Sweet baby analyst. <laughs> <laughs> is that like being a nihilist? A nihilist? Oh, an analyst. And, 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 and the first... I'm a nihilist, not an analyst. the first four letters are capitalized. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so... You've been listening to my last podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, yes. Uh, We want to thank uh, Caleb Nipun, definitely. 
uh, Colin. <laughs> Definitely. Well, um, I mean, Aaron's part of us. Well, so. no, I know. I, I don't yeah. have to thank him because he brings me what I expect him to bring. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, <laughs> shut up. Fucking nailed me. That was good. I didn't. Ex- <laughs> I don't. Nailed. I don't ever expect that to happen. No. Uh. Uh-uh. It's like when Rakestar was Rake, Rake uh, was here and he just fucking you ripped just you up the Rake for Rake club. Yeah, yeah. You joined the Rakestraw club. I like Rakestraw. <laughs> it's good. He's still better than you. <laughs> will always be. Rakestraw yeah. spent like a good forty-five minutes just destroying Chris it was on great. a podcast. But, but a I still got him. Anyways, I'll tell you off the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So, all right. Thank you to yes. Fisher Shadam. Yes. Uh, to Urban Chestnut. Yep. Uh, all of you that came and got beer, I guess we're going to take it all home. Yeah. If, any, if anybody <laughs> didn't come to get beer, there's a shitload still left that we there's can take home. There's cases back there, which we're going to take. Some just take it to the team. Go ahead, Use guys. it for celebration in the block room. Just, uh, just pictures of Urban just Chestnut. Tweet it out here. to Urban Chestnut. Thank you. <laughs> Although, uh, hey, no, they are a new official sponsor of Indy 11. Yeah. Did you nice. did not know that them and uh, Fuzzy's vodka? Yeah, there you go. They're the two newest sponsors, mm. alcohol based. Mm. So you got to get on board there. So. Where can we uh, Nipun? Where can we find you? Uh, on the Indie Champ Pod. Uh huh. And that's all I got. Plugged. Personal personal uh, Twitter. Yeah, not important. Okay. Even though even though there's like a bajillion followers, <laughs> but uh, 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 I think there's. Uh, don't you also run another Twitter handle about? Uh, oh my sa- ULF podcast! No, no salmon shorts. Oh fuck! No, no that's not him. Know. Oh, that's, that's not, not him. him. No, who runs that? Uh, yeah, we have no idea. I Eamon thought Z. I could have swore that was you. Eamon does. Eamon runs this. I could have swore that was no. you. No, he didn't no. even know about it until I stepped in. Oh shit! I, I messaged him on right Facebook. I'm like, did you see this yet? And he goes, Oh my god! That seemed right up your humor. Like, like to just go with shirtless Rico. You like it, but fuck, Mike. Where can they find you other than the capo stand? You can find me at BYB Battery 37. Uh, also, if you search for that on the Facebook machine, you can find <laughs> us there. And generally in the capo stand or my garage making bricks. And uh, or Reddit. just sitting here looking great. And Reddit. And Reddit. Uh, if you're Indy 11, the- go there all the time. We yeah. have more AMAs than any other stupid soccer teams around there. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Our team is amazing. Uh, lots of great discussion. Even if you have stupid shit to say, feel free to say it. We love hearing everything. Kind of like what you're doing right now. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's kidding. Yeah, so yes, thanks thanks to Mike for running the Reddit channel. Uh, yeah, so. Colin, where can they find you? I, I mean. Other than the pitch. Other and number pitch. one in our hearts. And hanging out in random fucking places <laughs> downtown. <laughs> macking on chicks with fucking Big Z. Anyways. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't no. ever put me in Big Z's. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're right. I'm, I, the, out of all the things I want to apologize for, I apologize for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will not. I will not take back many things I said, but I will take that back. I'm well, sorry, we'll sir. We'll finish by saying <laughs> the players want me to pass on. You have to be in New York this weekend because it's going to be epic. <laughs> but boys, if you're the not, boys, the boys are going to bring it, and then afterwards is going to be. I would say a night to remember, but I can guarantee you probably won't remember <laughs> it the next day. If you can't make it to New York, obviously there's other ways to watch the game and be a part of it. Uh, hey, hey, Ron. What's up? Uh, sweet baby analyst. Yeah, that's me. How can they find you? You can find me on the Twitter uh-huh. at A Gunion. You can find me at Permanent Relegation or PR oh, Podcast Show. There you go. And, and PermanentRelegation.com. Uh, that's what I was trying there to say. There you go, that's buddy. We're a team. We, d- we can do this. One of us gets drunk and the other one remembers things. This is really <laughs> helpful. And then the rest of the time you can see me uh, on the sideline being escorted. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the Jumbotron at BYB. With an escort. Yeah. With yeah. An oh, escort. Nice. 
Okay. Like that's high a, level, like politician and high end athlete. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, like yeah, politician, yeah. high end athlete one. Like one that, one that you talk to, you're like, why are you doing this? Do you have father issues? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you're so beautiful otherwise. I like it. Like, normally you're so loud, and then you just start whispering at me. <laughs> like, do you have father issues? Okay. Talk okay. About this? Anyway, so Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> you can find me at St. John's University on Saturday. Sunday. Oh, Good answer. Oh. Yeah. Hands up if you're going. Uh, where, where else can they find you? Anywhere? Is that it? Just you're going to be there that one time <laughs> on, the indie cha- on the Indie Champ Pod? Uh, on the Indie Champ Pod, uh, on Bloody Shambles Pod as well, yep. at Bloody underscore Shambles. Okay. And uh, I am on Twitter personally, at Caleb Ramp. And I do freelance voiceover work. And yes. you do hang out with Paul Poteet <laughs> in the morning doing traffic reports. Uh, Paul Poteet. Paul Poteet. Poteet. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you need to get on the traffic reports. And this has been brought you need to a you CalebRamp.com. Do you got a CalebRamp.com? Uh, I actually I used to. Gramp.com? Gramp? Someone else owns CalebRamp.com? Probably at this what? point. What? I, I let the domain expire. I, it might be free right now, available. You have to buy it back, back for like $50,000. For <laughs> being held for ransom. <laughs> Kickstarter. Uh, <laughs> Kickstarter to buy my At PR back. Podcast Show, at Cage Fear. I, I, t- I just deleted it. It's at Cibala. Yeah. You never use it, though. I, I really don't. No, you don't. No, I hate uh, social media. Yeah. So uh, thanks for having us. Yes, yeah. Guys. Hey, Thank thanks you. for coming. Thank you. Donald Trump is still up one thirty-seven to one hundred four. So uh, everyone, uh, get <laughs> we may not even make it to New York on <laughs> Sunday. The fucking get apocalypse is happening tomorrow. Hey, listen, New York. Uh, the funny thing about New York, New York, uh, New York's election, ninety-six percent Clinton. Well, obviously, four percent. Yeah, well, that was obvious. Trump. Yeah, that was obvious. So anyway, there you yeah. go. So you're going to New York. At least you're safe. Okay. Uh, anywhere else. Just okay. buck her down. Uh, all right. All right. Oh, Goodbye. Uh, it's okay. my dad. Answer your dad. Can you answer him on the show? He really needs to talk about the other Answer one. on the show. <laughs> Just answer and go, hi, dad. Call him back. All Real right. quick. All right, guys. All right. I'll get Bye. back. Holla uh, Madrid. Yeah. Come on. Do it. No. Nope. I right. still get it. You haven't won anything. 11 till I die.